Hold your applause till the end, folks. Call you up, ring once, hang up the phone to tell me you made it home. Don't want nothing to be wrong with part-time lover. <laughs> if she's with me, I'll blink the lights to tell you tonight's the night for me and you, my part-time lover. We are undercover passion on the run, chasing love up against the sun. <laughs> We are strangers by day, lovers by night, knowing it's so wrong, but feeling it's so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm with friends and we should meet, just pass me by, don't even speak, know the words discreet when part-time lovers have a male friend who asks for me so she won't pick, it's really for you, my part-time lover. We are undercover passion on the run, chasing love. Up against the sun. <laughs> we had strangers by day, lovers by night, knowing it's so wrong, but feeling so right. I'm done with that bullshit song. Who sings that? Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Released in 1985. You'd probably guess the album. Uh, it was from In Square Circle, and it's the one time Stevie wished he was deaf, not blind. <laughs> <laughs> what? Not not a good album? No, 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 no. I'm talking about your singing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's bad. The, the album's okay. It's not one of his best, but uh, well, what is yeah. his best album? Oh, songs in the key of life. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my favorite sure. album of one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even better than the Beatles stuff. As a complete album. That is so many influences from um, other artists that have recorded that, and things like Gangsters Paradise. You know, Coolio, that sound that was sort of sampled into that. Um, so many people have recorded songs. I wish Sir Duke. It's, it's just a, such a fantastic album. It actually made enough to have a quadruple album, and he had to narrow it down. And then there was one song. He said, "I've got to put this on there." So they actually put a single in the album. If you bought it originally, there's actually a seven inch single that comes with a double album. And I have that because I have the original album. But some people, it's not now available. So it's a bit of a collector's item. Have you got that album? I've got that album and I've got that single. So I actually oh, got you it. You brought it over to my place one time. I'm yeah, sure you I, it yeah on a vinyl night. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Let's um, introduce this bullshit podcast <laughs> and let's talk about it more. Because he feels a bit left out. I'm sure he does. Not at all. This is him by the way. Episode start eight log. 12.1.5.9 in the USS Invert the White is orbiting another planet of Richardum and bullshit. And today, we've got two very special guests. I was almost going to sing Queen's Friends Will Be Friends, but I, cause I, but then I would have teared up. <laughs> we got him back, Nervous Nathan. He's not, not a pickle bear anymore. Oh, well, a pickle bear for those that know who <laughs> the pickle bear is. And we Shout got out to Russell. Rocket Russell, your little friend. I was just speaking to him just before. And we've got the Drunken Monkey back, everybody's favourite. Hi, everybody. Thanks, guys, for coming in. I appreciate it. Look at the fucking crowd. They're cheering. <laughs> we don't have uh, Jason Relaxation in. The suppressive personality. He's become a bit like that, that little prick. We don't need him. We've replaced him with a sock puppet. <laughs> just remember to be cool and funny, Rachel Dan. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's it. Uh. No, no, before we start, why yeah. did you pick that song? Uh, because because I, I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not because you're black. Something for Mick. 
That's so Are racist. Are we going to sing soul to soul this time? No, because oh. that would insult you. You'd oh, go, okay. you'd go on a fucking tirade. <laughs> no, I was just trying to bring some soul into it, brother. Actually, I had a couple of songs planned, yeah. but I wanted to put one in that would surprise you. Can I tell you a true story behind that song? And this is God's honest truth. I was in a pizza in Spain in 1987, and there was a miming contest in the hotel. And I actually dressed up as Stevie Wonder, mimed to that song, and won a hundred-dollar drink charge. <laughs> so I got pissed because I knew that song back to back, and, and you know, just put on the wig and the, yeah. and the glasses, and I looked like him instantly. Yeah. So because yeah. I know you're a big Stevie Wonder fan, massive Cause, Stevie cause, Wonder fan. Because you brought over that album, songs yes, to I the did. key of life. Yeah. Because quite often, I don't know if you're aware of this pickle bear, but there's a couple of us in a little syndicate. We we get together and we go over to each other's places. For those that do have a record player. And we'll pull out some um, records. I've and heard we'll, a very exclusive club. It's a very, very exclusive club. It's called Vinyl Night. That's why it's so exclusive, because people mis- misinterpret it for something else. Well, last time we did it, oh. you brought around Spotify, so we kicked you out. That's right. <laughs> and the other guy, shout That's out right. to Magic Cray. Yep. One time, only one time, I said to him, look, I can't get this on vinyl. I, 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 I can't find it. I want to play you guys a particular track of this album to get your thoughts on it, but it's on a CD. And he replied back on text message 1001001. Then he says, which translates to fuck off. We're not playing <laughs> We're not playing CDs and digital music on this bullshit. But yeah, the Pickle Bear's so young, he would. He'd bring shit on Spotify. No, I wouldn't. I bought my first vinyl about <coughs> six weeks ago. Did you? you got at, a- uh, it's a bit of a weird story. I was at a wedding down in Nara, which was... Uh, Anyone been in Nara? Yeah, yeah, many times. So it was an interesting wedding. It was at a next to an antique shop, and I had a bit of a look, and a bit of a Fleetwood Mac fan, and I saw rumours, and I go, "Oh, that's a great album." You know what? Now's the time to start my vinyl collection. Anyway, deliberated on it, walked away. I'm like, "Nah," and then I went, "Yeah, yeah, we'll buy it." Walked back, shut, shop shut. Then I went to the wedding. Someone had a face tattoo. Great guy. Had, he, had his partner's name, Charlotte, from uh, Temple to Middle of Forehead. Wow. That's going to end well when they break up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was his current or ex. But she seemed pretty chuffed. I think then that limits your dating pool to just Charlotte's <laughs> Yeah, on Tinder. I've been waiting for you for a long time, baby. <laughs> so anyway, I missed out on that. And then the next week I was down for another wedding and I went to the same place and it was gone. It's a great, it's a it great record. So do you have it now? No, it was gone. I went, you, uh, one week later, I had another wedding nearby, and I said, I'm going to fucking buy this. You know what? Here. You can cheat. And I went in, and it was gone. You so can I bought Abra Arrival instead. Did you? Yeah. You can cheat. I've seen, rum- seen rumours. <laughs> rumours. It's, unfortunately, it's a, a new pressing, but if mm. you're not worried about that stuff, I've seen it at JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. Because it's a very popular album. Mm. I didn't know. So have you got a record player? No. Well, this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> is that... He gets a nail and he spins it on with his hand and it's like... <laughs> Everything in my life. I, I get the last thing I need. I don't get what I need to do it. It'd be like me going, what was it I bought? I went and bought something before I even had the console to play it. Well, this is the guy you want to speak to mm. because he knows how to I, set I, it all I, I hooked a drunken monkey yeah, up did, yeah. with something. Yeah. There's a few little tricks and trials with it. That's one of JB that what you gotta be careful. Yeah, no. they'll say you want those little 
toy no. boxes that the kids buy to pay vinyls on. They I, want to get I'll help you. Down I'll help you. Yeah, good turntable. Yeah. We'll talk after this. I'll help you out with well, it. I had planned it and out. And you don't have to spend a lot, man. I had planned it out. The next day I was going to go, did my research. DJ City, I think it was in Melbourne. I was going to buy it. Shout out. Is that our ad? DJ City, Melbourne. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to buy it. They don't sponsor this. They don't <laughs> sponsor this. You know what? Why not they? Why not? Why yeah, not? Let, let's do it. Let's. You do know, it. the only thing I bought back, bought with me from the UK when I, when I emigrated here was a few clothes and all of my vinyl. You told me this yeah, story, really? and it I, cost you so much money. It was so heavy. Then four hundred bucks to to transport them all over. So I've got about six hundred albums box, box, box. in twelve inch and seven inch. I was avid collector, and I wasn't giving that up. That's part of my history in my life, you know. Oh mate, you've got a great record collection. But my favourite story that you've got. I always remember this, and whenever I hear a police track or a sting, a sting <laughs> solo song or whatever it is, the drunken monkey. Correct me if I'm wrong. He tells me this story one time about how he hates Sting now because he went up at a when he went solo, he went to a gig back in London. Yeah, no, it was actually here in Sydney. Okay, here in Sydney, and he goes up there with a police record, and he lines up to try and get like into the back, like the back. Part of the of the gig or theatre or wherever it was, and he's signing. Yeah, door. this guy's signing he's everything. Signing. I'm talking like yep. boobs and everything. <laughs> <laughs> then he sees uh, Drunken Monkey's police record, and he basically just snobs him off and goes, "No, I'm not interested signing on on that." And then from ever forever more, the Drunken Monkey hates Sting. <laughs> well, he looked at it and went and shook his head and went. But he was singing all those songs. So I'm thinking, why are you shaking your head for? <laughs> yeah. It was a blue vinyl of Every Breath You Take. And I, well, I thought it'd be great get it signed. And he's, so, he's literally signing everything. You know, if a dog walked past, he'd sign the bloody thing. And then he looks at this single and goes, nah. As if that's the past. I'm, well, don't sing the songs then. Yeah. Toss a set of boobs on it. It's like Morrissey. Tosser. I'll tell you what who else would do that. Morrissey would probably do that too. Yeah, we'll get but on to that later. We'll get on to that because he... Would do he when we saw him solo? Obviously, mm. the Smiths have been long mm. since broken up, but we saw him back in what 2012 at the Enmore Theatre yes, here did, in yeah. Sydney. Yeah, I, I personally liked the gig. I know people had problems with it, but I liked it. I thought he was on, on song. Mm. Um, but the problem is with him, he was doing some Smiths numbers, and you damn well know if you handed him a Smiths record, he'd probably not signed it. Yeah. Sign it. But if yeah. you handed him a solo record, that guy would probably he'd sign it. I'm Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. You know, We're going to get on to that later. Will we? Okay, yeah. you've got some stuff. Yeah. Well, that, that'll lead us to the top of the show, but before we go any th- further, why don't we do this? Who, who are we sponsored by again, Picklebeat? Uh, DJ City Melbourne. Let's let's roll it. If you're looking for a nice record, why don't you head out? Who are they, who are they again? DJ City Melbourne. DJ City Melbourne did not sponsor this bullshit podcast because nobody else will, but they'll help you out with all your audio equipment. That's right. If you're looking for a simple turn player, cassette deck, or a ghetto blaster to go back to the 80s, (laughs) you can get one at, what are they called again? DJ City Melbourne. DJ City Melbourne. Check them out today. They did not sponsor this bullshit podcast because nobody will, but I wish they kind of did. DJ City Melbourne for all your audio needs. Now hold this button down. I don't need him anymore. (laughs) I don't need Jason (laughs) Relaxation anymore. I have the power. I do it all myself now. Fuck Mussolini. I got rid of that dictatorship. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I can say whatever I want to say about China and I'll leave it in. When, when right, <laughs> I'll leave it in. I don't have to. I don't have to. I can rant and rave now. That little prick, right? 
He has a lot of faith in me. I know he does because he says, I, I told him, I said, listen, I've booked these guys in. Are you coming? And he's like, nah, I'm busy. I've got a heart monitor because he had a heart attack. Mm. No bullshit. Mm. And, he, and he goes, I've got to mow the lawns, right? And I'm busy. All right. Okay. Fine. You know. Either a lot that or of the Chinese government know where you live and they're on their way. Well, I'm kind of fearful because they will knock on my door going, you be say bad thing about China, this problem. <laughs> Look at the truck of monkeys shaking his head. That's as far as I'll go with it, man. That's as far as I'll go with it. Okay. Topic of the show. The drunken monkey has a... I thought it'd be a much bigger box than this. That's what she said. That's what he said. But he's got a box full of trinkets. And he said that I'm sure if we pull these out one by one, you'll be able to talk about them. You'll know all about these things. So he's got this box in. It's a shoe box. Drunken Monkeys mystery box. It's Drunken totally Monkeys mystery box, Absolutely. right? You know what I probably should have done is sung Mystery Tour by the Beatles. Yes, that would have been good. That would have been a good link. Well, what I thought was, look, you know, sometimes we'll just fixate on one topic. So I thought we'd running along a little bit and pull some things out. And I'll say most of you will have a story around a lot of these. There's a lot of thought in there and, some of them have influenced you without you even knowing it, but yep. uh, we'll start. Well, should we just get straight into it? Let's get into it, yep. So the first thing I've got, I've bought one for Evan, bought one for Jason. Oh, yep. One for you. Oh, Pass that over. Pass that over. And for the, obviously this is uh, sound. So we've got a Yorkie bar. Yorkie. And the topic I wanted to talk about was chocolates, those that have disappeared, those that used to be around. Oh, that's a good one. What's yep. that one? This is, is Rolo. Oh, Rolo. Shit. Rolo used to be in Australia, Rolo. and yeah, they're they no longer around anymore. No. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what happened to Rolo, but they basically disappeared. A now, I was in, um, and this, uh, this is section, this food, I guess. It's these. a food section. Let's open these, and you tell me whether these are the oh, same size they no. used to be, and if you don't know, these are called, listen, listen. That's that sound. That's the pop you can't stop. Look at the size of that. That's a Pringle. That's a Pringle. Is this from here Pr or from overseas? From here. From here. Pringles for Umpa Lumpers. They have shrunk, mate. <laughs> Look at the size of those. They're shit. That's what I she noticed said that the yeah. other week. Yeah. I don't think I can jam my hand in there anymore. No, they used to be big. Mm. So this is what I'm saying. Things are changing. Chocolate bars have shrunk. Yeah, they have, mate. Pringles, small as. They have, yeah. A big, well, Mac, a big Mac is no longer big. So, sorry, is that the standard size of a Pringle or is that the small size? That's the small size, but inside the big yeah, tall tubes, yeah. they're exactly that size now. So the, oh. the actual chip is the same size. It yep. doesn't matter what yep. size tin yep. you bring. For your they say for your convenience. No, Snack bullshit, size mate. for your convenience. No. It's just to reduce the, the size so they can make more money. They used to call them in the 80s fun size. Yeah, that is not a Pringle. Remember, remember I don't know if you, you'd be too young, Pickle Bear, but... Back here, they Remember used to the chocolates, the fun size chocolates. The fun, yeah, but they used to, they weren't taking the piss. They'd be, they were telling you that they're deliberately mini bars, right? And they were called them fun size. You know, that's what I call my penis fun size, but that's another story. <laughs> 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 what? You want the roller? Yeah, I want the roller. No. You used to have these in Australia. Yeah, we did, yeah. Yeah. They're one of they're, my favourites when I was little. Yeah, they're only available in bars now. You can only get them in bars. As what? in in a bar shape. You can't buy these. Can't get them at Woolies? Get them for the international the section. They can only, but you really? can get them in the international <laughs> section. Australia doesn't sell Rolo anymore as a lolly. I don't know why. Well, there's a couple of lollies I remember as a kid that are gone. Redskins are gone because they they became offensive. They've changed their name at least. All right, I can have. Can you? Two of these is my daily. Yeah. 
Carbohydrates. Yeah, what, so what are Redskins called now? Can I open this? Yeah, of course you can. I uh, don't know what they're called because I don't buy lollies. Yeah. I know I know. I look like I probably do, but I honestly don't. Now, my, my nearest and dearest said that you were going to mention things that have gone. We used to have, and let's, let's, let's be honest, there used to be biscuits called wogs. Gollywogs. Gollywogs. They were, they were called gollywogs. Yeah. They, they're now called, uh, what are they called? Scallywags. Scallywags. Yeah. Well, they were, look, they were considered offensive. Yeah. I kind of get it, to be honest. They were a bit, a bit funny. Like the way that they were yeah. being described, but I don't know. See, I don't often go to um, the supermarkets and look at lollies and buy them. Yeah, not um, like you. I have a sweet tooth. You got a real sweet tooth. That's how you eat a roller, by the way. You put two together to make a beer barrel. I didn't know that. And then I you would have rolled them like that, and then you roll them off the table and let them fall in your mouth like that. Really? That's how we do it in England. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but you also did. And then them. there was a big ad. Would elephant? you give someone your last one? Oh. You had to give your loved one. The, it was a big ad in in England, and then literally no bloke then could ever eat the last one. You had to give it to your missus. Oh, you, you don't that, love me no more. Oh, so that was like a <laughs> your girlfriend. You don't yeah. you don't take the last Rollo from her. It became part of the culture. Yeah, would yeah. You, but you know what? Who today? would you give the last one to? Like what? your grandma or your dog or your missus? Well, you know what I'd you say. Never, in the days of equality, fuck yeah, I take the Rollo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got equality now. Yeah. What, what are you? I'm not giving you my last roller. You it's equal. I swear there was an ad with an elephant. Was that for Rollo? Yeah. Mm. Who'd you give the last that. one to? Yeah. yeah. And the elephant's there with the trunk, and it remembered he didn't get the last roller. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Really got him. Yeah. I remember that from when I was little. Do you remember fags? I got. I know a few. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> They were white lolly sticks with a red yes, tip. Yes, we used to have them here, but they w- didn't have a red tip. They were basically paper. Ah, oh, yellow box. No, yeah. the origi- no, okay, maybe I'm old, but I'm sure back in the day when I first came here, they had a red tip because they, they were in, they were in a cigarette-style yeah, packet. Of, caught, we used yeah, to pretend like, we were yeah, smoking as exactly. children. It's a bit weird. Now they're yellow and have no red tip. They're called fads. Yeah, because uh, fags is a social... Well, that happened here too because, mm. yeah, they were fags here. I don't remember the red tip. I remember them looking like cigarettes. Mm. And I remember as a kid in primary school running around with the other kids pretending we were smoking, yeah. which is just think about how bad that is in the modern world, right? So we used to get these fags. So the, the name alone's terrible. Yeah. And you used to run around with these chocolate things sticking out of your mouth and you used to pretend to smoke in front of the teachers and the teachers were like, oh, okay, you got fags. That's, that's what No, do. your chocolate ones were the ones in rice paper. They used to have paper around yes, them. They were that's made what of I'm chocolate of. and yeah. they're in, in the, the, almost like the French-style cigarette packet. That's you're, what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. They, lit- they literally look like cigarettes. Yes. And that's with the cardboard ones. And uh, they were hard, hard I candy. Don't, I don't remember do them. Do you remember those? No, I don't think we had them here. You still get, you get the yellow ones here now. And see, boxes. I don't, again, I don't okay. look, yeah, you, I don't, yeah, I don't I've, know, I've got, I've got the see, sweet tooth. We, we, you, you do, you really do have a sweet tooth, <laughs> but you know what, is that because you used to be a chef? Um, possibly, but also, um, I've always been a connoisseur of lollies, like when we were growing up, you go to, let's show my age now, but you go to the corner shop and you get a quarter, that was uh, 25 grams, I think, I can't even remember, I mean, you know, pre-decimalisation, mm. and you'd go... Lemon bonbons, dolly, all the classics, dolly mixture, pear drops, um, licorice, all sorts. Oh, we used to have jelly those, babies, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, wine gums. Yeah. These are all dying but out. But see, now. the UK has, even today, got way more selection when it oh, comes yeah. to like confectionery, mm. right? Way more than we do. Mm. But in our, like in my time in the 80s growing up, 
a lot of the, the stuff that I used to like is lollies or chocolates or whatever. They're gone too. Mm. Like I'll throw them at like Chiquitos. Are they still around? Chiquitos, Chiquitos are still around. Yes. Polly waffles. Mm. Ooh, I think poly waffles are gone. Yeah. I know you guys had poly waffles in the UK. I'm yeah. sure you did. But yeah. we, I used to love poly waffles. Chiquito bars, are they gone? Yeah. I think I saw one recently. I bet, are they in selected stores? Because I, yeah. I, I know there was a, a particular lolly I used to like, even up to mm. an adult, and I couldn't get it out near where I live. Mm. And a guy I used to work with, who lived in a different part of town, he used to get them for me at the Woolworths there. But I used to go looking in the lolly section at Woolworths down here, mm. couldn't find them for love nor money. But then I'd go and he'd get them for me at, um, at, at where he lived. And I was like, well, it's the same shop yeah, in theory, just in a different location. But yeah, Chiquitos, I don't remember. I haven't seen them for a long time. Polywaffles are gone. Do you remember Moro? Yeah. You can, yeah only get, you can only get them in variety yeah. packs now. Really? Yeah, uh, the, you can't buy a Moro thing, bar. Yeah. You can only get them in the packs. Yeah. And everyone often say, oh, I love the Moro because I've not had that for, yeah. for a long, long time. Flakes are different now too. Mm. Flakes used to be a bar. They used to be, a, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they're, they're different now. Maybe I'm wrong. <clears> but they used to be a bar of chocolate, like a long log, mm. right? And they, and they used to just, I don't know why. Oh, they're little bites now, aren't they? Yeah, they're little bites mm. now. You yeah. can still get the TV long snakes. ones. Can you get the and long ones? And you get twirls, which are similar, but they're then covered in chocolate. You can still get the original ones and you twirl the end out and you can smash them into yogurt and ice cream. And I don't like remember that. that. See, again, I, but see, as kids, we were never encouraged to have that shit because we were always fat. Yeah. Me, me, me yeah. and bloody Jason Relaxation, right? Yeah, I'm standing so, here as yeah. the slimmest person right, in you the are, room. Right. And so mum, mum used to be like, oh, you don't need that. Yeah. That, that was mum's favourite saving. She'd be like, oh, you don't need that. I think you can do without that. And we never were encouraged to have that. We did have chocolate in the house, but we were never encouraged to get like like multiple lollies like a lot of kids do now. Never had it. Yeah. I never really yeah. got into it. Every now and again, I'll go buy a... Um, what's a... Alzheimer's? Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It never gets old, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Milky Bar. Oh, oh yes. yeah, Milky oh, Bar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I do like my blocks of, ch- blocks yeah. of chocolate, mm. right? I do like that, and I like my biscuits. But in terms of, like, um, going out and buying a lolly, like a picnic was the other one I used to like. Oh, yeah, picnic. Are they still ding, around? Ding, baby. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're still around. <laughs> uh, did you have the Milky Bar kit? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had Milky Bar yeah. kit. Yeah. He was like a blonde kid, very Aryan superior race. <laughs> 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 the Germans would have loved him. <laughs> And he used to be in different adventures. He'd walk down the street. Like there was one ad where he was a cowboy, and he was knocking, like shooting baddies. Yeah. And oh, there he comes. The Milky Bar Kid would be like the people in the saloon. Yeah, the Milky Bar Kid was always on adventures. Was it jingle like Milky Bar Kid? He's strong and tough, and only the best. No, we didn't have that. You didn't have that no. one. Out, see here, we used to have the Milky Bar Kid doing different things mm. and like, sayings. The and, Milky and, Bars are on me. That's yes, right. yes, that's what he would say. Yeah. Yep, the Milky Bars yeah, are on me. Absolutely. Yeah, because he'd always be in a saloon. Yes, in the wild, wild west, right? And so he'd be walking around. There'd be different adventures, and it, there would always be like a girl that would fall in love with him and shit. Mm. Never fly today. Yeah. It wouldn't fly yeah. today. I don't think it's got some good law behind it. Some games could use this sort of law. Like what games? Anything at the moment. <laughs> He's got a dead hate <laughs> of Borderlands 3. No, I'm all right. I've come to <laughs> I, I don't want to switch the topic just <laughs> no, yet. No, okay. no, no, no. Because no, 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 no. he, he'll go in a rabbit hole and I'm worried about him, actually. <laughs> I'm actually worried about him. 
So, so is Rocket Russell, but that's another story. What else you got in your bag? Of okay, right. Well, that guy, I actually bought these into it. I just mentioned it a little same because it's going to lead into the next one. And these are called... Now, my brother-in-law went to a Liverpool match in England on Wednesday. Shout out to the brother-in-law. Yep. Now, great common and I said, And the game was 5-all. And I go, you jammy dodger. <laughs> jammy. And, and jammy these dodger. are a packet of jammy dodgers. In England, you say, anyone who's lucky is a jammy dodger. I've oh, heard you, of that. Oh, you jammy dodger. Yeah. So I thought, I'll bring you in some jammy dodgers. Oh, so they're actual bix- they're uh, actual biscuits. So why are they... Okay, so how is that associated with being lucky then? I don't know. Or did they make the biscuits because no, people we, used to we, say no, jammy dodger? No, we were just raised on these and often then it was short. No, what a jammy bugger. Oh, you're so jammy. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. And so these are jammy yeah. dodgers. Yeah. And like I say, anyone who happens to catch a bit of luck is often called the jammy dodger. <laughs> See, I'm different to no, him. Yeah. See, mm. I want a coffee... And have it in my own sweet time and relax with it. Because I don't mm. eat biscuits a lot, even though I have them. But the drunken monkey will eat the shit mm. any time of the day. And look at him, he doesn't put on weight. <laughs> He's mate. enjoying it. He enjoys it. I'm not like that. I, I don't. I would. I will have them, but later on after this podcast is done. I'm telling you now, that's what will happen with me. I'm not. And you're looking at the carbohydrates and all this yeah, bullshit. Well. Look at this. I've abused my body for I know. <laughs> That's right. We've now, the reason I'm oh, not led into this. They look good, everyone. They Go do look Google good. It. They look good. Jemmy, but Jemmy Dodgers. And this is going to um, lead into, and the reason being, he does the worst English accent in the world. Oh, I think he got, right, most, um, of, and I think right, he got um, most of his English stuff from this show. Do you remember that? <laughs> Only Fools and Horses. Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. This is the number one comedy in the UK. Yeah, and the reason I put it in, because you generally don't do Cockney accent. Well, you do a Cockney accent for all English people, full stop. No, I do a Liverpoolian, all right. Oh, you can do that one. I'll, I'll grant you that. Will you give me that one? Okay. Things like Jamie Dodgers come up there. But the other day, Pickle Bear, I've got to tell you this. Will your missus listen to this? Yeah, doesn't Shit. matter. Shout out the cookie queen. Shout out the cookie queen. <laughs> all right. He goes, I can't play Borderlands. I've got some totty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we talk about... Because... Okay, because... Because the pickle bear didn't know what toddy was, right? Yep. And I said, oh, mate, because every friggin' night, I love you to bits, but I get polos. Poyos. On the bloody yep. phone, which means let's play Formula One. It does. But I have said to him, I, I will limit myself to playing Formula One with the other guys on the shitty Xbox One, right? Which... You told me to buy heavily. I did. No, I did. I, I did a lot of research. Did I hold you a gun? Said, oh, here? mate, yeah, no, that's a good price. You should definitely buy that. See, see this is opening up a fucking yeah. Pandora's box, right? But <laughs> I, podcast two, yeah, podcast two. Let's, Ooh, we'll come back to let's, that. Everyone. Yes, we will. We'll just leave it there for a second, right? But I said no, I can't. He says love, and I go. One time I said to him, no, Toddy's coming over, right? <laughs> and he went, what? What's that? And I just said, don't you know what that is? I go, he goes, no, I go, well, speak, to, speak to the drunken monkey. He knows all about it. He's told me everything about this bullshit. So there you go. So this show is basically influenced mm. a lot of scenes in England. Only uh, fools and horses. Only folks. fools and horses. Yep. If anyone ever goes to the UK, you would absolutely know it. So things like um, you plonker. What a plonker. Yeah, I've, we, we, we say use that. that. Yeah, plonker. I go, you know, I go to the football and then someone falls over. I say, get up, you tart. <laughs> 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 the first time I went to the football with you, we're talking soccer for those that yeah. don't know what football. Yep. You, you, someone would get a bad challenge, or there'd be somebody <laughs> carrying on trying to get a penalty. Drunken monkey stands up, up, get up, you tart. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's not. It was, <laughs> it's so, so 
good. It was funny. But I think you base a lot of your set. You are literally the Aussie Dell boy because you. It just goes into <laughs> Cockney all the time, no matter where you're from. I would say apart from Liverpool, and that's why I thought I'd just bring that one in. Okay, now I'm going to go on to, I guess, a bit more longer stuff here. Sorry, um, I, I, you remember that guy? That remember that kid at the football? You you, you called him Nelson the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> can, Do, we, can we mention that in this day and age? No, we might. No, I've, <laughs> you traumatize this kid. I'd almost roll the monkeys on this bullshit because, like, <laughs> you don't want to go there, do you? He tra- oh, I want to go. He traumatized. I reckon there's a, a a young young guy out there right now that's that's having frequent sessions at a psychologist because <laughs> he he was traumatized. He kept saying no. He called this kid Nelson from the Simpsons. From the uh-huh. Simpsons. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got in your box of tricks? All right, here we go. That is a ticket oh. from the 2010 World Cup, which oh, means you yeah. went to South Africa for. So yeah. I thought we'd, you'd like to share a few stories of South Africa. Yeah, so... And uh, it's at because obviously um, tonight um, England are playing South Africa. At the Africa time of this recording. In, yeah, in the World Cup. <clears throat> and uh, obviously I'll be going for the Poms. But as I said to a few of my friends, if South Africa win it, I wouldn't be devastated because it's really going to build up their country. Since we were there... It's um, it's dropped down again. Crime is back. And yeah, I, I, they're, they're having a hard time. I used to work with a lot of people that were from from there. Mm. Um, after the event, after we left from South Africa from the from the World Cup, and about one or two years after the World Cup, things really took a turn a bit for the worse. Maybe mm. I'm speaking out of my ass. I don't know because I don't live no, there. They, they have, yeah. but that's what I've heard from people that used to live there, ex- expats. Um, or those that actually worked there for an extended period of time used to tell me, oh, you know, it's not, not, not like it was when you went to the World Cup in 2010. Yeah. But my experience of, of South Africa is um, probably a bit different from yours. Uh, I loved it. I think South Africa is a really interesting place. It reminded me of like being here sometimes, like in the, like down at Barrel, down at those areas, like these cottages and yeah. like really nice places, rolling green hills and all that sort of stuff. And then, other parts were like clearly you're in a different continent. You know, you're on you're definitely in Africa, especially when we did safari. Yeah. And you see those big giant elephants coming towards you, you're like, holy shit, this is like this is another world. Yeah. Where, absolutely. You know? But it's an interesting place. Um some places I didn't like at all. I'll be honest, I didn't like Joburg. That's just Yeah. That's my experience. Nelspurt. <laughs> Remind me of Nelspurt because I, I told us froze. No, that was uh, Rustenburg. Was that Rustenburg? That was Rustenburg. Oh, that was where we stayed in the nice house. Rustenburg okay. is when we froze. I told a story. I have We haven't uploaded it yet, mm. but I, I have listened to this episode we recorded. I told a story about um, where we stayed at that bed and breakfast place and that husband and wife team were running this place and the husband was a big Smiths fan, but he only found out the day we were leaving. And he's like, <laughs> I'll try and do the accent. He's like... <laughs> Oh, hey, Giza, how's it going? You all right then? You've, you've got you've got to stay because if you're Smith fan, I will do. We we'll have a bit of a bry, and we'll stay here. We'll talk about the Smiths and we'll listen to the music and all. Why didn't I, Why didn't Natalie tell me about this? What is going on here? Because you remember she used to say, Paul, Paul, you've got to you've got to lock the car up at night, Paul. 
you can't be doing this anymore. And remember when I said to her, because it was a bit of a, Nelspruit was great, yeah. right, from the weather perspective as well. That's the other thing about South Africa. Not You could travel different parts, like Durban was warm. Yep. I think Nelspruit was warm. Yep. But then you didn't go very far and you went to Rustenburg and you froze, right? <laughs> we'll get to Rustenburg, yeah. right? And I'm and we're at this awesome bed and breakfast place. We had a couple of bad runs. I think it was after Rustenburg. Yeah, I'm sure it was. And we met this husband and wife team, and she was awesome. And she was telling us about um, what her perspective was of uh, what it, during the apartheid years, and it was pretty interesting to get her take on it. Mm. But then I asked her a question about, well, how come there's no footpaths along the street? And she's like, oh, you don't go walking around these. <laughs> It's very dangerous here. In fact, if I want to go shopping, I send the help. And I get her to go shopping. There's some silliness around here. You don't want to go there. <laughs> she was awesome. But her husband was a big Smiths fan. And he was like, please don't go. And we're like, we have to. We've got another game booked or something. We've got to move on. I personally, after the event, love South Africa. But mm. Ru- but Rustenburg was a low point. Yeah. But it was mainly because of where we stayed. And you were, you were fuming. Because remember, I think... You did all the booking, all that mm. stuff. Before we left, was it FIFA had recommended? FIFA, it was a FIFA approved hotel. They'd recommended the places did not match the venue. Yeah, because oh, really? FIFA oh. recommended places you should stay if you're going to the World Cup, lining up with the matches that you were seeing. And this place was a supposed to be like a not a hostel hotel, wasn't it? Was it supposed to be a hotel, luxury like, hotel, at least a four star or three or four star hotel. And we get there, and I'm not kidding. Drunk uh, pickle bear. I'm not making this up. We get there, and firstly, it's it's cold out there. Like it's co- it was winter, and we get into this room, and I'm not kidding. The floor, walls, and ceiling was slate. Everything was slate, like green slate. The shower slate. The bathroom slate. The, everything was slate. The whole place. I've never seen... It's like like a fucking cave, man. (laughs) We go there and because it's slate... They they don't retain heat very well either. No. It was a cave, man. It was so bad. And that night, it was so cold, right? Even the drunken monkey who wasn't complaining. I was the whinger the whole trip. It was like, shut up, Dan. Like, you know, the whole time, (laughs) right? Finally, he's like, this is bullshit. And we had this heater on. It was like a fire waiting to happen. But the heater didn't do shit, so we moved it closer and closer to the bed. So more and more chance of shit getting burnt, right? And we and the the, the drunken monkey's gone fuck this, and he, you must have had because we'll get to this other story. He had like these uh, looked like dreadlocks, but they were in the colours of Australia, so he could follow the Socceroos. It was like this headband thing, oh, yep, yep. but it had like dreadlocks. And he was sleeping in bed. And anyway, at one point in the night, I've woken up and I look to my my right where he was sleeping over on the other side of the room. I'm like, fuck, I'm sleeping near the predator. He looked looked like the predator. I'm not kidding you, mate. Right? But it's an interesting place. But the biggest story about the South African World Cup trip was, I don't know if you know this story, Pickle Bear, but the drunken monkey became a a jigsaw puzzle for the local residents because he was in a... He was dressed up as the what were you dressed up as the kangaroo like a kangaroo but like a soccer like a soccer kangaroo thingy and he's a pretty tall guy so he stood out from the crowd he's got a, an Australian flag hanging in, on his back as a cape he's got like this you're a rude boy that's what you were known as weren't you <laughs> yeah, you're a rude boy, boy right boy. <laughs> and he's dressed up and I didn't know he was going to do this shit so I didn't dress up at all I look like a total dick right <laughs> But he was sitting, we got beaten. The first game was against Germany, wasn't it? 4-0 we lost, yeah, in Durban. 
I thought it was more than 4-0. 4-0 in Durban. Okay, we got beaten bad. And so, Trunker Monkey's sitting there after the game. He's just pondering about what, what tragedy this was. Like it's even We didn't expect to beat them, but we didn't expect to lose that bad and play that bad. Yeah. We actually we were lucky to only lose 4-0, to be yeah. honest. We could have lost a lot more than that. I think Germany was being kind. And we sat on the, the benches there, or the seats in the stand, and these two photographers came up near us and they started taking photos of us. But I knew they were taking photos of the drunken monkey, not me, because I was playing Jane, mate. I had no, there was nothing interesting about me. But the way he was looking, he was like, had this like look of tragedy on his face and he was looking over to the distance. And I said to him, you know, they're taking photos of you. I'm sure they're taking photos of you because you look so interesting. You're like this... (laughs) You're like this kangaroo sitting in the in the in the bleachers, right? You've got the shits. They're taking a picture of you, and sure enough, a couple of days or so go go by, and we're in a completely different town. We get the local magazine or the local newspaper, and there is a picture of oh, a news article of uh, I think it was Australian Socceroos tragedy. What's it say? That's a that's a picture of him. The spot the difference. Spot, yeah, so what happens was there's a story on him saying... Oh, uh, you got a full mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened was there's a full story on Australia getting thrashed by Germany and then there's a picture underneath it going fans outraged by tragedy, right? Then it ends up in Australia and on, it ends the, up on in, the back page. It ends up in Australia, right? It ends up on local news here. But the best bit was they did a lookalike puzzle quest thing for kids, like spot the difference. So there's a picture of him with a missing nose and... That was you on four four two. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on TV as well. We get. We both get put on TV, and on oh, and nice. newspapers. Yeah, it was all over. So the so place. so there was a. We after that we didn't even know the same night we walked back to the bus. Remember we had to get a bus back to yeah. the hotel to the place we were staying, whatever it was, and these local reporters came up to us from from here from Australia, and they're like, "Oh, what do you think about what happened during the game?" And Drugger Monkey's gone as a kangaroo. I'm hopping mad. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and I'm in the back. I'm in the back, just laughing my ass off. And so, anyway, we get home, and and Drucker Monkey's wife shout out to her. Goes, you guys were on the news. I'm like, we're like, what? And there's we're on Channel Nine News, Channel Seven, all this shit. And Drucker Monkey's like, there's a scene of him like they've gone Australia Socceroos disgraced in South Africa, all this shit. And then the last bit of it is. You know, fans are outraged, and there's one bit, a tiny little snippet of the drunken monkey going, I'm hopping mad. <laughs> but when he says it, right, I'm in the back just laughing. You can see me on the news just <laughs> laughing my ass off. It's the only time I've been on fucking TV, right? It was insane. It was so funny. It was but the best bit was there was, a, there was a paper clipping of him, and it was like a kid's puzzle thing, like find the difference between the Socceroos fan. Right, and so because he was dressed up as a kangaroo, they'd taken off his nose, his ears, all this shit, and that's how kids you could. It was like a placemat thingy. I was insane. It was good fun. It, it made the trip. celebrity status. Right, well, it was. It was good. It was a nice memento of that World Cup for us. Yeah. Um. And the one thing I remember actually, me and you went to the apartheid museum. Yeah, that was. I remember, I had to go. I had to go for a different door to you. Yeah. And he what? went. For, Oh, because I was black. Yeah. No, as in, that's how they set it up. Yeah, they set it, it up. Was like oh, apartheid. They set, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they and set I had it. to go. Oh, mine was a lot rougher, and I had to go through checks. He yeah. just walked straight in. Yeah, yeah. And it was good because we were separated for the first 10 minutes, and he had a nice section. I could see him through the cage. 
It was it was Jesus. really powerful. That was awesome, mate. I tell you now, that was the most insane museum I've been to in the like all the places I've been to over the in the world. I've been to a lot of museums, museums and all that sort of stuff. That's the only one where I walked in and I remember everything about it because I walked in and at first because he was. My friend, I thought, oh, we'll just go in together and check this museum out. But they said, no, 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 you go over here because you're black and because you're white, you go this way. And I'm like, huh? So it wasn't a subtle thing. No, it was, no. no, no. Mate, and they, they made you do they it. Made him they made They needed it. you to yeah. get that right from the off. Yeah. And for a good 10 minutes, he had yeah. nice sections with seats. Yeah. And I could just see him through this almost like like a cage, like, you know, like prison and stuff. Mate, it's brutal. And I'm like, wait, when do we actually catch up again? I actually thought maybe I don't get out of here. Maybe they rob me at the end and you're okay, you know? Yeah. No, it was brilliant. It and was, then we yeah. went to Soweto in the afternoon. Yeah, we went to we? Soweto. That day was, the whole day was insane for me personally because this is the thing about South Africa. It's the first time I felt very intimidated about my race because we went to Soweto. I was probably one of very few white people that were there that particular day. Um, the apartheid museum, 100% segregated us and made a very big point about how things really deteriorated in South Africa, particularly by the 70s. Remember, they had different sections. Like, yeah. I think they in- implemented it in the late 40s and then all the yeah. way through. But shit went really bad in yeah. the 70s where they brought in the riot trucks and all. It was like a bit like um, Northern Ireland at one point mm. where they had those riot yeah. police come in. Mount Druitt on a Saturday night. Yeah, 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 yeah pretty much. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Mount Druitt. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I'll cut, I'll cut that out. I'll get, get killed. Um, no, but there was. Um, I was lost my track of thought, but there was, it was really. It was serene. And I walked out of there and I went, fuck. You know? And the interesting was the locals, when they were speaking to, to us and they realized we were. They couldn't work it out, could they? Why was a white guy traveling around with these black guy yeah, they yeah. couldn't work it out man and when i said oh we're from australia and we've been mates for like tw- you know whatever it was 10 15 years at that point they're like really what what mm. and they couldn't as much as they tried the whole yeah apartheid's over now yeah. they really couldn't get yeah, their head around a lot it. of that no but that was the same digress and slightly that was the same in america it was because remember there was a nigerian yeah. irishman myself yeah. italian uh, yes. and aussie yeah and they're like, how come you guys yeah. know each other? They couldn't get their head around it. No. Do, you, do you remember that place we, we stayed at? Um, somewhere in, I think it was in Alabama, somewhere we stayed. Mm. And uh, we, wake, we woke up one morning because the other guys had hangovers because they, they drink every night. But we woke up one morning and we went down to have breakfast. So it was just you and me. And they all the people were looking at us like, why is a black guy sharing dinner or sharing breakfast with a white guy? We were the only people there, man, like doing that. Like, Sad for them. I felt sorry for them. It was you weird. have that mentality. It was weird. I can't picture that. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. Where no. in their head, they don't think they've done anything wrong. No. They just said that. No. They didn't get it. I remember when we were in South Africa, it's, when we explained uh, to these, young, these younger people that were going to the games, and they were locals there, <clears throat> they couldn't work it out. And when we told them, oh, we're from Sydney, and it's not a big deal, really. Mm. That your friends with different races is just the way it is. Not to say we're perfect. Yeah. Not to say we don't have bullshit here because we do. Um, they were like, oh. I remember one guy say, "Oh, God bless Australia." Mm. I remember that. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever heard someone ever say that. And this is why I personally get really upset when I hear people carry on about how bad it is here because it, it isn't. Mm. You just haven't travelled. Agreed. You yeah. just haven't travelled. Yeah. You haven't been to other countries. If you've got a bone to pick with Australia, 
book a ticket and go to South Africa, go to Joburg, and then come back and tell me if Australia is worse than Joburg. Mm. I, I want you to do it. That's your Pepsi challenge because you haven't you haven't travelled. You just haven't, right? And even if you think America's superior, you go to the South where they say things are hunky dory. They aren't. Yeah, absolutely. there's some real reasons. Because remember when we travelled in? <laughs> remember when we travelled to uh, where was it? Um, Selma. Selma. <laughs> And you were saying, I don't know if I want to say this story. I will. I will no, go on. It's a good story. The petrol station. Yeah. yeah go on. But the way going there, you had me rattled a bit because, like, I was driving this van we had because you and me were the only two that wanted to go off. The other guys weren't interested, mm. right? And so we're driving. And Balaji. Oh, Balaji did come. Yeah, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, shout out Balaji. And we went, we were driving there. And so he's Nigerian. Yes. We should say that. So yeah. we're driving there. And so you're saying to me, you know, if you were seen driving two black guys in the 60s or 70s, whatever it was, you'd be lynched. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, never thought of that. You don't even think, yeah. right? And then we did the whole um, Selma thing. We did the walk over the bridge. Well, remember that museum in Selma? That was, and when we got in yeah. and there was a big poster that said the last lynching in America was in 1994. Yeah. 94. Yeah, crazy. Unbelievable. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But they were looking at us too, remember? Mm. It was me and you walking around there. And again, I was the only white guy, really. Mm. And they're like, "What the hell are you doing walking with these two black guys?" Yeah. Like that—that was what they, they were. They thought looking. he was famous, and we were the bodyguards. Yeah, they did. And then, when the, as soon as we opened our mouths and they could tell the accent was completely foreign, they knew, and they and they said they asked us where you're from, and we told them. They're like, "Oh, really? Okay, wow, that blew their mind." And this guy took open this museum that he had. What was it? A as um was it a race uh civil rights civil museum. rights museum mm. and you would miss it if you walked past it honestly you you just miss it and he he opened it up for us because he knew we were so far from home and that was another that was a bit like the apartheid museum really because it was like that that was very much in your face as a white guy there it was, was real the, clan the, stuff there wasn't yeah, there was there the, was sheets the, and everything the, 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 yeah. the, the kkk what they were up to and sheets were hanging up on the wall and you're like oh, <laughs> <I> <laughs> want, this is not is not cool so we we did all of that and then the best bit was this is the funny bit of the day yeah. again I'm driving back and I said to the guys look we really need to fill this minivan up because it was chewing petrol up so bad we won't have enough to do what we've got to do tomorrow, let alone get home. So we pulled up to this really old, ancient petrol station, Pickle Bear. This is no bullshit. And I, these, they're all African Americans, and they're all dressed up for, to go to church for Sunday. They're dressed right up. I'm talking like suits, the whole sh- the whole shebang. Anyway, I get out there, and this petrol station is ancient. Ancient. You know how old this petrol station is? It had the original analog wheelie things as you pump the petrol the wheel would turn to show you how much you put in and never so I, one. oh you would never have seen one here and so over there you have to actually say put 30 on and then that you, you pay, pay and then and then they let yeah, you yeah, pump yeah, it yeah yeah that's right that's across all of america though and remember daniel there was also a few brothers hanging out the front with their bikes and stuff because this is why me and Belijah were laughing yeah because there was some brothers mostly church but there's a few brothers there's a few brothers out the front. yeah they, so they looked at the only white guy out of a how many people were there 30 say, oh good 30 people right I'm the all of Africa I'm the only and this is a very very southern part of the world you know in the states and they're like what they firstly they've seen me drive up me drive two black people in this minivan and then I've walked in I've lined up with all these African Americans going to church on Sunday. Yep. So as soon as he gets out, we lock the. <laughs> they lock the door. 
They locked the minivan, man. They leave me stranded. You had the click. And I'm like, oh, man, are you guys serious? So anyway, I'm lining up, right? And then I get to the counter and the look on all their faces, what the hell are you doing here, right? And then I open up my mouth. I say, oh, can I have, I don't know, what did I say, 20 bucks of petrol? And then you, I was... I was an alien to these people, right? And they're like, oh, where are you from? And I told them. And they're like, oh, what are you doing out here? I said, oh, I'm traveling with my friends. And as soon as I said my friends in the van, they're like, what, the two black guys in the van? They're your friends? <laughs> I'm not making this up, am I? Yep. And then as soon as we knew it was safe, we came out and bought some <laughs> <Yeah>. beer. <laughs> That's, that is no bullshit. Yeah, these, that is true. These pricks like the fucking minivan, right? And then they said, oh, we'll, we'll come out when, when you're good and, good and ready. So I'm pumping the gas, which is another frigging thing. Why am I doing it? You know, like, and these guys are having a right life. Mate, you couldn't get us to do that in South because then you would have looked like a stereotype and they would have then. Well, remember there though, we, we wanted to do it in South Africa, but then we were told by the locals, don't do it because you're taking someone's job. Yeah. Because over in South Africa, it's like self-service that we used to have in the 80s. Right, everyone's forgotten that in the eighties mm. here in Australia, someone would pump your petrol. Someone fire. would pump your petrol, right? Mm. And then the radical thing was very late in the eighties was self service petrol stations, and so now everyone doesn't think of it. Everyone mm. pumps their own petrol, right? But back in the eighties and before that, it was self. It was uh, people would come out and say, "How much do you want?" And you go, "Oh, twenty dollars," and they pump in twenty bucks for you, and then they'd take your money and run into the cashier and give you your change. Well, I in South Africa. You'd be very, very little, man. I'm telling you. Clean the windshield. Yes. It was a Lane Cove Road, Caltex, Calvi. Yeah, but you would have been very, very young. He used to pump the fuel while he's doing that, clean the windshield, everything. Yep, yep. But they don't do that now. That's all long gone, right? Mm. But in South Africa, it's everywhere. And in big petrol station, we're like, and automatically we jump out of the car and start pumping the petrol. And these guys would come out going, oh, no, no, I'll do that, sir. And, we, and at first I thought, no, they, they're trying to roll us. They're trying to take our money. But what we didn't realise was was that they were actually, I don't know if they were employed, but they were given the permission to pump people's petrol and then take the take your, your money, go to the petrol station, get the money, the change from the cashier and come back and give you the change. And often get a tip. And often get, and would give them a tip. Yeah. And they'd be like... So thankful you gave them like, I don't know, two, three bucks, whatever it was. Blew our mind, man. South Africa just blew my mind at one point. Initially, I wasn't getting it. I didn't get it at all. And then halfway through the trip, I'm like, this place. I asked about that petrol, actually, because apparently most of the South Africans would give them maybe 10 cents or 20 cent tip. And we were giving them three or four dollars. Yeah, they loved us. Because we didn't know. We didn't know. I mean, we wouldn't have given 10 cents. We would find it insulting anyway. But we basically gave him a lot more. I remember one time I gave a guy five bucks. And he, I couldn't work out why he was so thankful. He was like, God bless you. Then he knew where I was from. So oh, God bless you. God bless Australia. You, 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 you're beautiful. And, he, and I'm like, why did you just give this guy five bucks? Mm-hmm. But then when the locals said, no, 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 we give him like 10, 20 cents or whatever it was, I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's why, right? So they've got a long way to go. Yeah. That's my humblest of opinions. I, I, I don't know, but yeah, strange place. I still enjoyed it. We still had a lot of yeah. fun there. And anyone who is a soccer fan, Go to a World Cup. It's yeah. the centre of the universe for football for those few. And go at the beginning when everybody's still yeah. in. Remember Switzerland beat Spain. Spain were the top team in the world. Switzerland won. Yep. They were, uh, we, we, if we wanted to drink that night, all we had to do was shout Switzerland. Swi-, and then the Swiss would come over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And buy, they bought us drinks all night. Hey, they bought us drinks all night. We didn't buy night. a single no. thing. They were so happy because they'd won a match. Yeah. 
and that that was the that was the world coming together because mm. they knew we were from Australia. They knew we had no freaking chance of winning anything at that point because we were doing pretty bad, and we were so happy for them. And then they went, "Oh, you're with us. You're with us now." And they, mate, we didn't do shit. Nope. They bought us everything. They were so happy. And the World Cup is like the best melting pot of yeah, everything. Absolutely. Like, it's just so good. Like you don't even have to be a football fan, I don't think, mm. to really, really appreciate yeah. how awesome that is. The one of the best events. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Because it, it comes every four years, yeah. it is the best event. I still like Formula One because yeah. that's a melting pot. You know, yeah. like where people get together as well. But that happens. Yeah, they're all like every other weekend. People, yeah. They're all like-minded people, though. But the the World Cup's just awesome. Reckon we'll ever get it here. Maybe uh, Lottie might in your lifetime, not uh, in mine. No, I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, that's you know what? Point. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We had our chance a couple of years ago. Yeah. When was it? Uh, uh, 2000 and mid two. Well, the one that, that bloody Qatar's got, the next one. That was our chance. That was our chance. And it was when, all dodgy as. Yes. So when Qatar got it and we were in the running, I remember the drunken monkey being so pissed because we had the best chance out of any of the uh, countries that were going for it that. When Qatar got it over us, that was it for us. I think I don't think we'll ever get it now. No. I don't really don't. Just to even get to that point would probably be quite expensive, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah well, here, because the suddenly the price... Yeah, yeah. Well, if we got it here, the price of water would go up to $15 yeah. a bottle. And oh, no, I mean chips, the, the bidding and everything, just oh, the to bidding. get your name in the hat. Yeah, these days. But Asia's just had its turn, so we're, we're probably maybe looking at the 30s now, 20, 30, we, we, yeah, we're two, in the, something like that. We, we, we are so far now. We, we had a real sniff of it yeah. when Qatar was in the running as well, and then they ultimately won it. But the fact now that they're... We're not even putting our name in the ha- in the ring, are we? We do want the women's. We are putting in a big bid for the we women's We've got a chance one, with that. Which I think is in 2024. We've got a chance with the women's. Yeah. Um, we, we probably will get we've probably got a really good chance with that but yeah. the uh, 26 sorry 26 yeah but the but the world cup for, for men obviously yeah. is not we're so far from that now mm. when's it, so what is it qatar and then it's the, the, then the, it's see, russia i was going to go no i was going to go to the one after but i'm going to qatar because it's the size of wales so new, less than new south wales you can literally drive from one end to the other in about three hours two and a half hours when is that again and uh, that's in two years time yeah, I might oh, no, 2022, sorry. I might come with you on that one. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah, we're getting a group together because the one after is a logistical nightmare. That is Canada, America, Mexico. Yeah. Oh, uh, you imagine. America. Oh, yeah, but that's a long distance that's, to that's, travel. That's tough, man. And, and Mexico, yeah, again, it's it's uh, yeah, Westernburg all over again, mate. Yeah, uh, Mexico's a bit dodgy too, yeah. to be honest. I, I'd, I'd like to do Canada. Yeah. Because uh, I've never been to Canada. Mm. US, I love the US. Yeah, I, I love the US. Have you been there? Canada once, US twice. Yeah, whereabouts? US, I uh, did LA twice. Phoenix, on a stopover from Vegas mm. via Mexico. Wow. Uh, Canada, I did Vancouver. And then we went up to a place called Sun Peaks, which is near Kamloops. It's a beautiful spot. First time I ever saw snow was in Canada. Wow. At a proper snow field. Yeah. Still haven't been to the snow here. I've not been. I, I went to the snow here as a kid. I've not been to the snow here for a long time. Mm. My girls have only seen snow once. We we thought we'd drive from Vegas to Grand Canyons. Yeah, you think it's going to be lovely? Really? And they, were sli- there. they were sleeping in the back of the car and started to snow. And we said, like, "Don't say nothing yet." And then when we got <laughs> there, we woke them up and said, "Girls, wake up." They were about maybe ten and twelve, and they woke up and it was that wonderment, almost like a Christmas, first Christmas when they they went, "It's snowing." 
and they got out the car and then just pelted each other with snow. But yeah, when you first see snow for the first time, it's it's magical. Yeah, I remember absolutely. that. Laid down and did a snow angel. Yeah, that was good. Absolutely brilliant. What else is in your back? Uh, okay, bag well, of tricks? just leading from, I'm going to keep with the football theme for a little while. This is the first, I think. Um, well, you used to come to the old NSL with me, but you were at the first ever A League Grand Final. Yeah, I was. You were. And I just wanted to lead that into the A-League a little bit. I'm not going to go on uh, big time, but I went to the new Parramatta Stadium last week. You, you like it, don't you? It's I like it I big of, time. I like it yep. big time. It's lovely. And I had mixed feelings about, because uh, obviously I'm a Sydney FC member and we lost, but I wasn't that downhearted. A, England had won in the rugby, but secondly, I think the, I think the Wanderers needed that. Mm. I think the A-League needed that. There was almost 30,000 people there. What a spectacle. And everyone apart from the Sydney FC fans, left happy. And I thought that was really good for football. But it just shows you, if we get the infrastructure here, and obviously they're building the new stadium at Moore Park, and people can go on about stadiums, but it brings people together. Mm. The, the, you know, if we get a World Cup, or if we, if we get a, a concert and Elton John's playing there, yeah, it's what you want from a city. You live in a city to experience those things. And man, you need to get yourself out there. It is, it is awesome. It's very, very nice. It's boutique. It's, I think, 32,000 max. But very, very nice. And a big shout out to them. They've done a great job. Mm. And I'm just hoping Sydney FC do exactly the same thing. What they do Park. with parking, though? Parking was always shit at Parramatta Stadium. <laughs> Transport's not bad there. Transport's so good, right. but parking is in terms of a car. Like, is it, it's not, a car it's not to it. brilliant. Um, and look, there is, but you've still got the roads. So you can have all the parking in the in the best parking in the world. But if your roads out of it, like at Moore Park, are rubbish, you just get gridlocked anyway. Did they, build a car, did they build a car park, though? Did they there's one, structure, at, there's one at the back, and they're building one at the, the club, think as well to take oh, advantage yeah. oh, of there that. is a big one at the club is yeah. It? Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. okay cool but really that doesn't solve the problem because once everyone gets out you're still on those narrow roads of Parramatta yeah. and Parramatta is a gridlock at the best of so, times so the grand final back in 2006 mm. was that the one where it pissed down rain no no you're talking the old NSL grand the old, final yeah, that the, was Parramatta the, the Power last, versus Perth Glory the last grand final for the NSL yes was Parramatta Power versus, at the old stadium at the old stadium who against who? We're Perth Glory. We're in the middle of a drought, right? Now, it hadn't rained. Hadn't rained for like yeah. so long. So my daughter, Kira, hadn't seen rain all her life. And she and she's five years old. No, four years old, sorry. And we went to the grand final in 2004, I believe it was, Daniel. and Because there was a gap between that and the A-League. And it hadn't rained. I'm talking about almost two years. We hadn't seen rain. And it belted it yeah. down for three hours. The whole it summer. It was awful. It was literally awful. from, yeah, yeah literally yeah. just before <laughs> the game kicked off. And they were playing on this almost like a, a swimming pool. Yeah. And then it stopped raining at the end. And that was the end of the rain. We got like the gods had actually rained down on the NSL and said, you're rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Go away. Yeah. This is what I think of you. I'm going to take a piss you, on you. Off yeah. you go. Do you remember the guys in the stadium? They, they had these big uh, signs. Goodbye, NSL. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. we miss you, NSL. Because people didn't want to go to the A-League. So people were like, oh, farewell, NSL. Goodbye, NSL. And then it pissed rain down on them. Yeah. Like, major. It was so bad. And we got covered in mud so much. I remember yeah. coming home going, fuck, man, I'm just that was saturated. Awful. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. But then you came to the first grand final, and that yeah. was a sellout. That was Central Coast versus and Dwight York. Of I just saw Dw- Dwight York's yeah, on the Dwight front cover. Yeah, yeah, he was there. And that, and that was great for, for football. And as I say... I don't think we've built on that. I think we're we're still trying to make our presence felt in this in this country because obviously AFL is the biggest one, and then rugby league. Um, we'll get there. 
The best thing is, is that on the back of the cover here is a Hyundai Getz. <laughs> Leading motor authorities have declared the Hyundai Getz Australia's best small car 2005. Let's roll this yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> That's right, we're not sponsored by Hyundai, but you know what? Let's go through why you should get one. Leading Edge Motor Authorities declared the Hyundai gets Australia's best small car in 2005. The new 1.6 litre, what a beast, three-door Hyundai gets was judged best overall for design, value and on-road performance. In short, gets rings, gets runs rings around the competition once again. Check it out, the Hyundai Gets. I think it's going to be a winner in 2006. <laughs> 11 990 drive away. Well, that was, I tell you, wow. that, that was Pedro's first car Did that he it? ever got. No, he had a Hyundai XL. Yeah. It was, I think it was. Uh, 14 990 drive away. No, that's much, much later. I think it was 990 drive away, no more to pay. Wow. I think this is back in 1995. Yeah. Uh, or it might have been twelve nine ninety drive away, no more to pay. Mm. Might have been twelve thirteen thousand bucks, yeah. right? But for a brand new car back then, you're like, holy shit, this is unreal. Mind you, it didn't have air conditioning or an airbag or any safety features. And look at the Hyundai now; they're sort of the new Toyota, aren't they? They've yeah. come a long, long way. And you know what? I'll tell you something <laughs> now. You know what the new Toyota Camry is? The Volvo of the seventies and the eighties. Wow. Because I'll tell you, people that drive Camrys can't drive for fucking shit. <laughs> I'm calling it now. They are, they drive slow. They drive all over the place. They're wearing hats. They're they're over here. They're over there. They're up in the fucking. They're like Microsoft. Fucking don't know what they're doing. You don't see many Volvos anymore. I took the ones you do are, are, are nice. They're not cheap. That's why. No, they're, they're not, not cheap. standard no. car. They're like seventy, eighty grand pickle bear. That could be your next car, mate. The way you're earning money. Really. <laughs> <laughs> What, what else you got in your box? You got anything right. left? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got loads in here. What else? Right, well, here's one. Oh, is that the young ones? It's the young ones. Oh, man. Now, I- the reason I bought this, because <clears throat> we had this conversation a few weeks ago about the way comedy's dying. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't do comedy anymore. No. Well, that's a nice Because you're going to offend somebody. That's right. Your young ones would now, offend a lot of people. Now, picture this pickle bit. I'm yeah. going to tell you what came before. Now, I grew up in England, and I reckon some Aussie ca- comedy was very similar. It was safe. It was sitcoms. The only thing they used to do was a thing called carry-on. You have them up there. It was all uh, innuendo. Carry-on up, up the Khyber Pass, all matron, and all that sort of rubbish, okay? Very safe. Sexual innuendo. And a bit, a bit of blue for are oh, you being served? I used oh, to yeah. watch it with my grandma oh, when I was little. Mrs. Was Slocum's alive. pussy, you know. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Slocum, as your pussy. Oh, it's really good. So, so it's called Carry that, On, is it? Yeah, no, that that was so that was more slapstick. Mm. The carry On movies were there. There was the sitcoms. Then we had the really racist stuff. There was um, there was a show called The Comedians, and it was you know, my my mate, you okay, we we'll do this, and it was rubbish accents, <laughs> a bit like Dan's Cockney ones. <laughs> or you had University. Get out there, girls. Get out. Fucking spiders here. So you can do that one. <laughs> and then there was the highbrow, you know, Monty Python, University yeah. humor. Mm. That was big over here in the eighties. Absolutely. Yeah. Now I was at college and. We're 15 minutes into the show, my mate calls me, and no one ever called at nine o'clock. There was a threshold. You didn't call after nine. And he calls me, he goes, turn on BBC Two. And I turn it on, 
and I watched the last 15 minutes of this show and it was mayhem. Have you ever seen The Young Ones? Yeah. Mate. So when, so when was this, sorry? What year, <clears throat> roughly? 1980. Vivian. 81, 82. Because I saw it uh, as a kid. Yeah. It's one of the only shows that I was allowed to watch. Yeah. Dad loved it. Yeah. Right? The old man loved it. Um, I'm going to say mid-80s, my perspective. Yes. Like around 84, 85. No, definitely early because I was up yeah, remember it was early. Yeah. I was probably watching it on reruns yeah. on the ABC. I love the young ones. It changed It changed every and, and actually influenced a whole generation. Because if you ever met British people, as you know, we take the piss out of each other. Yep. That's how you, mm-hmm. you, you measure someone up. If you've ever seen Blackadder, and they've done papers now on Blackadder, that um, Baldrick was bullied. Because, yeah. you know, now we, re- we sort of revision everything. Yeah. Baldrick is bullied by Black Adder, a Black Adder. But it's all about taking, you know, it's it's making fun of each other. You make fun of yourself. Yep. Yeah, you take the piss. This ben ben Elton. Yeah, Ben Elton was yeah. another one. But this is why I'm, I'm worried about comedy now. Because I'm going to throw it out there. Amy Schumer is so not funny. Have you ever heard of her? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, But she's not, there's a lot of them too. I'm just picking on her because Mm. that's one of examples I can just pull out of my my ever-decaying brain very quickly. But it's all sterile. Yeah. With the young ones, Monty Python, uh, even I'll go, I'll throw some more at you. Um, Yes, Prime Minister and Yes, Minister. I thought they were pretty funny English comedies back in the day in the 80s. Um, Even the, I'm going to be really soapy here, like Tamana Bourne. Do you ever oh, watch yeah, Tamana yeah, Bourne? Bourne? Yeah, yeah, that but they was, were safe. That was safe, but they, but yeah, but the way they were still a little bit. Um, people, I could see being offended by even Tamana yeah. Bourne. I yeah. could still see people today with the thin skins that they've got get offended by that mm. because oh well, what she's a defenseless lady, and you know, like what was her name, Penelope. Her name's be Keith. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So this is why the young ones was so. It, do you oh. reckon, it wouldn't get released today, would it? No. And uh, no I, way. I've seen a, a documentary recently, and they said no. It was no way that no would be allowed today. But then, and this is an interesting story. Do you remember in the young ones they used to have a musical segue? Yes, always. They had a band come. Do you know on. why they did that? No. For extra funding, because if you went to the BBC and asked to get theatrical funding, you got more than drama. So they had oh. to have a band in to get more money because those stage sets and all the, the pyrotechnics cost a lot of money. Yeah. Motorhead was on one episode. Yeah, well, yeah. Let me. And uh, so was Madness. Madness, Madness, Madness yeah. was on. Uh, the Damned. They reformed just for that. Um, wow. Dexy's Midnight Runners. I love that show. Yeah, absolutely. How many seasons did it run for, do you know? Well, this is the British thing. And this one, is like comedy. Two. No, two. Two. So Faulty Towers, two. The Office, two. Young Ones. Too. Yep. The Brits know when to quit. That's the Americans go on that nausea. Yeah. You know what? You, you tell me that all the time, and you're right, because Americans draw shit out way too long. Mm. You know what? Walking Dead's a classic example. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. You, you know what I was going to yeah. say? It. I, yeah. I tried to watch, because uh, they've just released uh, season 10. Mm. Don't tell me you're going back to that shit. Dude, I tried to go, I tried to watch season 9, and I fucking fell asleep. I, it is the most. I gave up awful. after season five. It died at Negan and Lucille. Yes, it, it, yes, that thank was you. that was poor. Uh, sort of, it was bad. Negan, people felt uh, so uncomfortable yep. they couldn't watch it after. I, that. I, I like torture porn. I liked how Negan was portrayed by that actor. What's his name? Something Dean. Something something. The actor that played Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. That's it. Jeffrey Dean Morgan did a really great job portraying 
Negan, because if you read the graphic novel novels, Negan's actually worse than that. Mm. They've toned it down for the TV show. I had no issue with that. But the problem to is me, it went for too long. Problem. It just too long. It became hard work to watch. Yeah, it. yeah. I wasn't enjoying no. it. No, and I can't believe I just saw season ten uh, turn up on yeah. the, on on cable the other day, yeah. and I'm like, what the hell? What? I couldn't even get through season. Show pickle, pickle bear the cover. The one, the third one, that's his ones. dad. That's his dad. Uh, I always thought your dad looked like, <laughs> yeah, he looked like Christopher Ryan, Mike. Yeah, so, okay. This is where, okay, we've got to go back a bit. At Pedro's wedding, that was the first time Drunken Monkey met my dad because Pedro's known my parents for 30 years, right? And so that he also invited them to the wedding and I said, oh, this is my mum and dad to the Drunken Monkey and he starts giggling. <laughs> Right, and I didn't know what the fuck he was giggling about. Then later on, he goes, and and so does his wife go. It's Mike from the Young Ones, and because I've watched the Young Ones, I knew exactly what he was saying. And I'm going to admit to you right now, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. It's an Italian version of the of Mike. Yeah. from I the Young Ones. It. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit. Yeah. Now, see if you two reading it. There's a fifth Young One. Did you know that? No, you've never seen it. Is it? Not, it's not the bloody. Uh, no, 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 the, no, the, no. What is it? The not the gerbil. What was the no. squirrel? Whatever it was. No, no. Uh, there is actually, and you'll need to go back and watch it now. And I'll point it out to you. Okay, there so is, let's go. Th- the young ones were Rick, yeah, Vivian, yeah, Mike, yeah, Neil, yeah, the so, yeah, the people's poet, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hippie, the hippie was, was Neil, yeah. Vivian, who Vivian was, was, was doing punk. medicine, the punk. He yeah. was the punk. Yeah. Was he trying to do medicine? Was yeah, he? he was actually studying medicine. Okay, yeah. uh, that Rick was. He was doing, I think, sociology. He was like the political. He was into Cliff Richard. He, he kept. He was into Cliff Richard, <laughs> and he kept telling Vivian he's a fascist. Cliff, are you really, hey Cliff? <laughs> <laughs> and Vivian was a fascist. Yes. Right. And Mike was what? What was Mike, he studying? I don't know what he was studying. But he was always making out. He had, you know, the money. Cheap, yeah, totty. Yeah, he had, he had totty, yeah, and he yeah, had money, yeah. and he was a, and he was always into like scams. And Opened a roller disco in the house yeah, and things like yeah. that. Yeah, he was always had scams and shit going on. But what was the other guy? There is a fifth young one, and most people, even after all these years, have never spotted him. If you go back and watch, and I'll show you one of these days, probably in about six or seven episodes, the hippies just sat there in the corner or behind Vivian. Or behind me. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes. The fifth young one. Yeah. That and, was... and they thought they put that in there just to see if people spotted it. And once the VCR came, people would freeze frame and go, there he is. There's a fifth young but one. I always, Never thought, named. I always thought that was Neil's mate. No. You get, you go through at least at least four episodes that the, the hippie is just sat in, in the oh. room. So you can go back and find that hippie. I'm going to have to now. But where, where do you get it? You're going to have to go like JB Hi-Fi. Oh, actually, I believe, if look, if you put into YouTube the fifth young one, you'll, the, the, yeah, you'll someone, someone would have put it all together. But yeah. there is most definitely a fifth young one. So there you I've go. learned something today. And I also learned, did you tell me that Faulty Towers only had 13 episodes? Is that true? No, 12, isn't it? 12. Yeah. That blew my mind when you told me that. Because I, I, to me, it had so many mm. seasons. It was so... It was so amazing that show, yeah. like when it came out. I got a doctor, no bullshit. He's a GP. I've been seeing this guy for so long. He is a spitting image. At one point, he was when um, what's his name was younger. Um, oh god, I've had him. Basil Fawlty. Basil Fawlty. Yes, yeah, so John Cleese. John Cleese, yeah. spitting image of him, and he's English as well. Yeah. 
even does a silly walk like John Cleese does <laughs> in his doctor surgery. In his doctor surgery, he walks around doing the funny walk like John Cleese. That is no bullshit. Because one time he turned up and mum, this is when I was a little kid, mum goes, oh, you look like John Cleese, like Basil Fawlty from Faulty Towers. And he goes, and he's because he's English, oh, I love Faulty Towers. And he's and then he starts doing the silly walk. I'm like, oh, this is my doctor now. He's awesome. Can you imagine going in there? I've got good news and bad news. Yeah. Bad news you're going to die next week. Yeah. What's the good news? I've got a silly walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It was so awesome. What else have you got oh, in this box? Dear. This is a magical mystery tour it is. for sure. Right, this one. Oh, the iPod. The iPod classic. Yeah, no, no, not an yeah. iPod. The iPod classic. This is where Apple, I, they lost me because yeah. they said to me just... Go fuck yourself. Go solid state. Yeah, go, yeah, but it was it was less, and it was co it was costing more. Because yeah. I'll tell you, shout out to Fantastic Phil. He's a he to this very day uses this op, his iPod. Yeah. He doesn't use his phone. I've I've migrated my to my Zoom phone. player. Yeah, oh, you've got a Zoom, haven't you? You still got it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. that'll become a collector's item. Yeah, right? shout still out to on. Jason Relaxation, another failed Microsoft product. <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> Like the Xbox One. Do you remember the very first ones that had the four buttons on them? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, I actually yeah. know. I actually think Fantastic Phil's got one. I think he has. I think yeah. he has. He's got that one. That was my favourite one. The Mini. The Mini, yeah. The Mini 2, I think that this was. This is the classic. Yeah. Is this 160 gig? Uh, 160, yeah. For yeah, it is. Yeah. It is, it is, yeah. yeah. Well, this would have been the last... One they released. Yes, that was a while. I got ninety gig of music on there, and then, yeah, in fact, it dies on me. It'd be like losing a, a pet, mate. I know exactly how you feel. I've got uh, one, basically unused, mm. and I've got one, the first color one. Remember when they went to color? Yeah. But it's really big, as that's what she said. It's really fat. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah but not to him. <laughs> not <yeah>. to him. <laughs> 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 right, but it's it's. They they changed quite a bit over yeah. the years, but uh, you remember the ginger one? Yes. Remember, oh yeah. Remember Maddie, the yeah. ginger one? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yes. Yeah. Right. He had his girlfriend had one. Yep. Because she was really into music, and I at, that was the first time I ever saw one. I'm like, because they came out in about what mid two thousands, mm. and I'm like, what's that? And she says, oh, it's a, it's a iPod. I'm like, oh, what's it do? And it blew my mind. I had yeah. to have one at that point. But by the time I got one, the color ones came out. That's how slow The very was, first MP3 players were like um, 500. Um, Remember the Sony ones? Yeah, 500 Mr. megabits. Oh, they were so, they weren't even a gig. They no. were very small. You could fit like 16 songs on them. But the reason I brought that in, because I've held off and held off and held off. And I think yeah. this year has been the first time I've started to stream from Spotify to my car. I still like to put my music on there. But so, I'm so, finding now sometimes I haven't got the time, so yeah. I want to listen to a new album, yeah. and I've been streaming. So it I'm on like Spotify. you. I'm exactly like you, mm. right? But I my iPod Classic died. Yeah, always showing signs of dying. And again, shout out to Fantastic Phil. He could talk about this for hours. They their hard drive starts going a bit funny, and so I've left mine. It's up in the museum upstairs. Mm. Mm. But like you, I don't like Spotify. I like it for convenience, just around the house, just randomly. But I'll put all my songs on my SD card on my phone, Yeah, right? Yeah. And not many people do that. Mm. And so phones that don't have XD card expansion are a deal breaker for me. Like the new Note, the new Galaxy Note phone, I don't think they've got an SD card expansion, deal breaker. Mm. This one does, the S10 Plus. So I, I was like, yeah, cool, I'm going to put all my 
songs on that and listen to them like that. Why you do that? People scratch their heads. It's like when I explain that to somebody, they're like, "What do you do that for?" I go, "It's what I do." Yeah. Have you right? noticed, part? They don't make it easy to play music off your SD card anymore. I put all my music on mine, and the app that comes with the phone is fucking garbage. I'll give you. An, I'll give you an app that you should get. Pul- Pulsar. What phone do you have? Pulsar. He's got the same it's as me. Nine plus. Yeah. So so uh, a good app is called Pulsar. Pulsar, Pulsar Plus. It's mm. also got a good gra- um, graph uh, equalizer on it. You can uh, mess around with the equalizer on it. Some apps don't let you do that. But even Google, you just Pl- put it in. He's come up with a Nissan. Yeah. No, it's Pul- a nice looking car. No, there isn't. There is an app Pulsar. <laughs> there is. There is, trust me, Pulsar Plus. But you can also use Google Play is not bad either. I, I tend to use Google Play. Oh, okay. Google Play will let you do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll pull up. If you if you load all your songs on an SD card on your phone, if you use Google Play... Play that, music? Yeah, it'll pull up all the songs that you've... I think it's fucking garbage. I have real issues using it. Maybe um, it's me. It's not great. It's not the best app I've ever used. I used to like Pulsar. That app was it's free to download. You can get a premium version of it, which has got better features and shit. But it it did the, it does the job for me. Like I can listen to my music in the car. See, that's not that's showing a drug of monkey crunching. Well, you you must be doing something wrong, you fuck. I don't know what you're doing. What else you got in your box? Is that it? Um, no, last one. Last one. The is, big one because this hopefully is going to lead. Have a, I don't have a drum roll uh, sound, but I can try. Well, it's going to lead somewhere with this one, I think, and. Um, it's not so much the subject itself, but we'll see where it goes. Oh, I almost... I oh, told, at Wembley. That's big. At Wembley. No, that is a Pepsi Presents Michael Jackson tour, 1988 oh. at Wembley Stadium. That was a good year. You went to the gig? Oh, I've been... Yeah, I've been... I've seen him a few times. I saw him over here and I went to the gig at Wembley, yeah. Um, the couple- that's actually where I first met my brother-in-law. It yeah. wasn't my brother-in-law. It was just a friend, and then I met his sister. So that was a that gig was a, a turning point for me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to be gay, and then I'm not anymore. But there you go. <laughs> that joke was bad. You know it. <laughs> so you've seen him. Uh, what yeah. was that? Eighty-eight. Yeah. Sorry, nineteen eighty-eight. Wow. Now the reason I brought that in is because I want to have this discussion, and this is going to lead right up to date of something that happened this week, actually. Um, when does, I guess, when do you stop listening to someone? When do you? He's dead. He can't defend himself. Do I believe those kids? Yes, I do, actually. Should I listen to the guy's music or not? Um, for me, you might, you might better have people to this, but R. Kelly, you know, I think he's a pervert. I won't mm. listen to his music. Chris Brown, beats up Rihanna, can't listen to that music anymore. And this week, and it's very fresh, and I'm struggling with it this week, Morrissey. What happened to Morrissey? He is, basically, you could get a ticket to his LA gig this week for seven bucks US. He has come out and he, he first of all, he came on stage with a, a right-wing badge, which Nigel Farage, who's one of the right-wing politicians in Brexit. Britain, have said they're too extreme for me. He has come out and said so many right-wing racist things that a lot of people just turned on him. And my issue with it is, the Smiths are one, you know, and you're the same. They're one of our favourite bands. You've yeah, I love, stuff the, I love the here. Yeah, Absolutely. I love the Smiths so bad, yeah. But if I don't listen to them now, am I punishing, um, you know, sort of the rest of the band members? Am I tarnishing them? 
Do I feel comfortable listening to him now? No, possibly don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with this. And this is a get back to Michael Jackson and all these artists. When do you listen? When do you don't? When are you guilty? When are you not? When do you separate so, those things? So, so this is my perspective on mm. it. Okay. I always separate the art from the artist. Mm. So if we'll use Michael Jackson mm. as an example here. If he is guilty of all those things that he's been accused of, that's the person that should be uh, held accountable to it. But the art, in my opinion, is separate, right? right. Even though the art mm. is an extension of himself, yeah. his, uh, his, his, his art form or his artwork, I think, shouldn't be held account to what he did as a person when he was alive. Mm. That's my mm. perspective. Morrissey, for his political views, whether I agree with him or not, I think should be separated from his art. Right, and quite often, artists, whether they're producing music or they're creating paint, uh, you know, uh, paintings or whatever it is, you'll find that they're quite eccentric and quite strange in their behaviours and their beliefs. And if you go around starting to say, "Well, I'm not going, I don't want to listen to that person because I just don't agree with him because he's a he's a vegan," or "I don't agree with that person because she's this or he's that," you'll find yourself stripping yourself away from from art that you personally enjoy. So if you personally mm. get enjoyment mm. from it, mm. then I think that's that's enough to consume it. Fair point. If, if, if yeah. you start getting yeah. wrapped up in what they have done, the actual person that produced mm. that art, and say, oh, I'm going to boycott them now because they represent all the things that I totally hate in the world, okay, fine, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, but I always like to separate art from the artist. Mm. There's so many bands that I listen to, I couldn't give a shit about what they do in their personal... Well, yeah, I'll give you yeah, another uh, example, yeah, right? Lane Staley, when he was alive, the lead singer, one of the lead singers of Alice in Chains, mm. died of a massive, massive drug overdose and was a heroin addict for so many years. And I personally have an issue with that, right? Because I don't like people that, you know, horse to water type of thing. I don't understand why... You'd get addicted that to that drug. I don't understand if you go to rehab, rehab three or four times why you can't kick the habit. Mm. He ended up dying because of that habit, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop listening to his music because that's the art, mm. right? Whatever the artist did, there. In my opinion, I've always separated art from artists. That's just me. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Everybody's be, different, right? And I agree. Okay, and I totally agree with you on yep. that one, actually. But do you then buy and do you then contribute to their income? Um. And, and uh, that's part of the argument as well. Okay, mm. well, I would answer it in a couple of ways. I would still, I would still look at the art. So if, let's say Michael Jackson was alive, mm. this is all ifs, muts and babies yeah, yeah. and hypothetical yeah. bullshit, but if he was alive and he suddenly said, I'm releasing a new album today, I would listen to that album and not be so judgmental on him as a person. Sure. I would listen to that record and go, I hate it. Because he's now gone synth. But say you gone, loved it, right? Yeah. And it was best album I've ever heard. Would you then go and buy it and then give money to that person? Yeah, but he doesn't get all the money anyway. No, but he gets money. You know that. I, I, yes, I would because I enjoy it. All right. I enjoy okay. it, right? right? I'm very selfish with my art. I mm. enjoy it, yeah. right? So I don't care, right, what he does. It's the same as video games, right? At the moment, all these video game studios are acting like fucking smashed avocado crybabies. <laughs> in my opinion, they are, right? Because they're saying, oh, we work 100-hour weeks, which is all bullshit, and they want to get unionised as well, mm. which I don't agree with, right? But that's not going to stop me playing games, yeah, right? So I, I want the art and I want to consume the art, but the artist, 
I really don't care about the artist too much. That's just me, though. Mm. I, I do understand people that say, oh, I'm not going to uh, contribute to their fund of, you know, being a pedophile or being yeah. a, being a, a right-winged person. Mm. I understand people that do that, but I always go, well, I'm the artist. I, I, I want the art, yeah. right? Now, that may be if Michael Jackson was still alive – he would produce the worst album he's ever produced and you may turn around and go, well, you know what? Now the artist is a prick and, he's, yeah. and his artwork is shit. Mm. I don't want a bar of it. All right. Right? But but I can't tell you what to do. No, no, absolutely. Right, no. because... because that, this is why I bought this one. I knew yeah, this right, one because, would be the one. Yeah, yeah, would, because yeah. art subject... Yeah. Here's the thing. Art's subjective as well. Music is, is, a, is an art form. So is video games, right? We've had so many agreements and disagreements over the years as to what we like and what we don't like. But if you and I went to an art museum right now and we looked at a Vincent Van Gogh painting, you might absolutely love it, and I might absolutely hate it. But let's look, let's talk about the artist for a second. He was a fucking lunatic, mm. right? So do we then say, oh well, we can't appreciate it because he was an absolute lunatic? I don't know. You know, like it leads into the, the argument with James Gunn. Now you might know God into the galaxy. Yep. He made some, and we all do it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. made a statement years ago. Yep. Got fired yep. from Gardens of the Galaxy 3 and then reinstated. Yep. And this is that same argument I'm saying now. You know, we all have our own opinions, and I agree with you totally. If you decide to boycott, you do. I'm not forcing it upon you. Um, but we struggle, but it, it's something we struggle with. As Brits, we struggled with, there was a guy called Jimmy Savile. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've heard Jim of will fix it for yeah. me. Yep. And, and that was our childhood. Yep. Rolf Harris. You know, and then suddenly they turned out to be weirdos. Yep. Some we dump, some we, st and some people stick with Chris Brown and R. Yep. Kelly and Michael Jackson. Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong, but I just wanted to raise this yeah. issue because I think it That's is. Good, now, Morrissey yep. this week, and this, and this is a not slightly different thing, he's been selling at his concerts for 300 US signed albums. Now, you think that's great, except they're Iggy Pop, David Bowie albums. He's signing someone else's album with his autograph on it. Yeah. Yeah, but I blame the people that this are shoving bizarre. it in front of him. But he's no, surely like signed. No, but he, it's him. It's him. No, 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 no. Yeah, but who's giving no, no, him no. The, who's... At his merch store? He's signing them. Yeah. Putting them on his merch store, signed by him. He's actually selling uh, Bowie that's, albums. That's the ego of the guy. Yeah, well, you know, look, Morrissey's a dick. Yeah, right. thank you. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree with you. He's a dick, yeah. right? He's a dick for so many reasons because he's been offered so many opportunities to reform the Smiths, right? And I'm sure that if they all got together and said, you know what, we can make a million bucks out of this in a, a billion, a billion, whatever yeah. the number is, I'm sure he could overcome his ego bullshit. And so could uh, Johnny Marr. He's yeah. no angel either, right? Mm. Everyone portrays him as being an angel. He's no angel, mm. right? But the, the point is, is that. These guys are eccentric for a reason. That's why they produce these types of art that we love because they're not normal people, mm. right? Now, I don't agree with Morrissey signing some, something of David Bowie's and sticking it up there, but you know what? He's not holding a gun to my head and making me buy it. Mm. All he's doing is pissing me off, right? It's a bit crass, though. Yeah, yeah. but that, he is, mm. but he's not asking you to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. And now, if you buy it, that's another matter, Yeah, right? So you, so you have now bought something that David Bowie produced and then he signed. I don't get it personally, mm. but some, mm. somebody probably would buy it. Mm. But he's not holding a gun to your head, you know what I mean? And this is the other point. When you consume music or games or whatever it is, they're not holding a gun to your head and making you feel guilty about consuming it. Yeah. Right? So uh, 
There are so many artists out there that are really fucked up. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll give you another example. What about Bill Cosby? Oh, gee. Okay. Well, to be honest, I was never into him, so no, right, no but offense but, 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 but there are many people to this very day. We all know what he what he's yeah. done. We I, we I think we would all agree that he's a creepers to the max to yeah. maximus yeah. as you can, yeah. right? But people would probably still laugh at his material from the seventies and the eighties. Yeah. Right. Because people watch it. Uh, only in pop culture where mm. he was parodied. Mm. Yeah. Family Guy, Sam Simpsons, yeah. I, I did laugh at him because I remember growing up with Fat Albert and then I wanted, as I got older, I wanted to listen to his comedy. As, But he's still a master as, on the stage yeah, doing his comedy, right? But do I agree with what he did? Absolutely not. No. Right? But I would but agree. You, but you but wouldn't pay a ticket to go and see him stand no, up if he no, got released. No, yeah. probably not. No, yeah. no, no. Not, not for doing something as heinous as that, yeah. right? And... I don't know, man. You, th- does anyone really, truly, truly know what Michael Jackson really, really did? No. No, you don't. No. So there you go. So if you really, really... The only person that really, really knows is him, but he's gone, and the kids that, that are accusing him of it, Yeah. right? And I find it very, very difficult to buy into their stories when the guy isn't here to defend himself. Mm. That, I'm just... I'm sorry, mm. I just can't, mm. because... If he was here to defend himself, then I could look him, look at what he's saying and go, you know what? My instincts are saying that you're full of shit. Yeah. And then maybe I'd have a different opinion opinion on what you just asked me, mm. right? But because he's not here to defend himself, it's very, very easy for everybody to start throwing stones at him, right? And then therefore I, I have no problem using you know, consuming his product. Yeah. Right? I just don't. Because I uh, But I, I would understand people that say, All right, well, the guy's a creep. He's being accused of all these things. I don't want to listen to his music anymore. Mm. But if he was that fucking bad, why why is he, you know, it's, he's still on Spotify. Yeah. Right? Mm. I know it makes money, but, you know. Yeah. Well, they pulled uh, R. Kelly, didn't they, from Spotify? I believe they did, yeah. yeah. Did they? But I'm saying it's the double standards. Yeah. You know, and everyone Financial, has to pick their own is what yeah, where they sit to. on that spectrum, as I say. It's, it's a great it's a debate. This is great debate. It's a great debate. But if I used Lane Staley, who I love and adore mm. in terms of a vocalist, when he was with Alice in Chains, I don't condone his behaviour when he was a drug addict and he died ultimately of his addiction, but that doesn't stop me listening to his product or his mm. art form, right? And, and admiring what he did. But the guy was a dead shit for, for being a drug addict. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just my personal yeah, opinion. Absolutely. Other people would say, oh, you need to be a bit more sympathetic. The guy had a disease and he was trying to, he couldn't kick it. But I don't know, you know what I mean? I'll like, be honest, for me this week, with, with what's happened with Marcy, and obviously I'm a darker-skinned person here, I'm having a few issues of her buy his material anymore. Like Because you know, his last proper solo album, not this covers crap he's doing, nah. was awesome. I told you, yeah, I it said, was, yeah. get on to it, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. But I'd feel very uncomfortable now. Because he re- and, and he has and now of course they've they've gone all, all past through all these interviews that he's made he's worn the racist badge he's 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 provoking because he's a, he's a prick now he really but is. he, he likes ha- to press buttons but he always has been the mm. guys the guys literally come out and sung and 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 done things about the monarchy yeah right now a lot of people would have been offended by that back in the UK yeah right so. I don't condone what he's saying and I don't agree with what he's saying. I haven't heard what he said, so I'm not really educated on what he's saying. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to stop listening to Smith's albums. 
or records or, or songs or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm less comfortable listening to them, though. I'll be honest, because I can't get that out of my mind mm. at the moment. But maybe because it's this week. Maybe it's because it's fresh. Yeah, but, but it's I, a big debate that's happening in America yeah. and in Britain at the moment. Yeah. I didn't even hear um, about it. Look it up, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty big. Yeah. Well, in a similar stead, you you know, Eagles of Death Metal. Yep. They, they were in the gig that got shut up in France. Uh, terrorist attack, whatever. Came yeah. back and did a gig. You two, I think, were involved. Anyway, I love Joshua Homme. Mm. If he was here right now, I'd do things. He'd turn. Um, he'd turn for Josh <laughs> Homme. He's been on record. <laughs> he once wrong. told me that it didn't matter he what is. it didn't matter what Queens of the Stone Age released. He, if it was a pile of shit on a plate, he'd lap it up. Yep. That's what yep. he. Told well, me. Fair enough. His, yep. You know, he's, musical it's idol. It's his Morrissey. Yeah. Yep. But he's half of that band. This fuckwit came out after all of that and then started defending gun ownership in America. Who's and that, Jesse? Me, Jesse Hughes. Yeah. And I just went, "Are you fucking serious?" After what you went through, yeah. and all those people went through, you still people should own guns. I, I heard I what deleted all I, the shit. I heard what he. The only si- time I've ever been affected by that. I, I heard what I he said, mm. bit, but I was just like, "You're a fuckwit." I heard what he said, mm. and basically what he said. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wrong is is that if people had guns, they could defend themselves during that. That, that same incident, stupid right? fucking argument, right? But you know what? Look, again, I don't agree with it at all. I don't agree with it. No, but well, I still, I'm like, what? but I'm still going yeah. to listen yeah. to Eagles of Death Metal records. That just right? put me off. I'm just trying my yeah, yeah, but, but, but that's all the R. Kelly's no, standard no, no, or but, Bill but Cosby different. standard. But it's I'll a, defend it's an opinion that he's got, and I'll defend Pickle Bear. Mm. It's to him, even though to you it's not as severe, but yeah. to him it is as severe as what you're saying about uh, Morrissey. Yeah. Right, in yeah, his eyes. Absolutely. Right? So what he's saying is... Again, is I don't listen to Morrissey. I don't listen to the... See, to yeah, him, it's yeah, as severe. For, you, right? yeah. for him, it's as, as severe as what oh, Morrissey Oh, not at said. all. No, no, no. But the, in, not the action. That's way worse. All of that sort of shit going on. This is mm. just a dickhead saying something stupid. But that affected me, I guess. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I don't but, know where I'm but going. But what he's saying is, is that he doesn't necessarily want to run out and buy a ticket to the next Eagles or Death Metal yeah. gig. Is that right? Yeah. So mm. it's the same as what you're saying. Now, I... Personally, I just go, you're a dick. But I would say most of these artists are very, very eccentric, crazy in their thinking. I don't agree with a lot of these artists at all, but I still consume their product. Mm. And I know what you're saying. By buying a ticket to their gig, you're... Supporting uh, you're supporting you're supporting their crazy, crazy ways and addictions and habits and... Mm. Thought processes. I said to you I last get that. year, I would have gone to Morris. I, I wanted Morrissey to tour on the album. If he came right now, even if it's five bucks, I wouldn't go. But he Sorry, did, I wouldn't. I but he did the same know. shit last year, didn't he? When he came to, to to Sydney and he said to the Opera House staff, "Get rid of all the uh, menus on the on the on your um, in your restaurants that, vegan, that have meat. that have meat in them. I'm vegan. You're not having any meat in this mm. establishment, right? So he's a prima donna. He always has been, right? Now, at that point, you would have still supported and bought a ticket yeah, because absolutely. meat doesn't offend you, yeah, right? Yeah, that's but not my, my... That's body. not your yeah. beef, no yeah. pun intended, right? But the point is, for some people, it was enough to go, fuck you, Morrissey, I'm not going to see you ever again, mm. right? So it's it's everybody's different, everybody right. has a... Di- but I'm, I personally haven't been offended by what he said because I didn't hear it, but I don't agree with it. Mm. Um, but at home, in my own home, see, this is what I always go back to. In my own home, I do whatever the fuck I want, right? And so if I want to listen to a particular artist or consume something that I enjoy, I'm going to listen to it, but I'm not going to put into that part of that listening experience or that you know experience in general 
the person behind making that art form, I'm not going to put into that experience their beliefs, their their you know agendas, their their stance on things. I'm going to leave all of that out of it because I'm going to appreciate that art. Mm. That's a complete right? separation for you. It's a complete separation yeah. for me. It always has. Yeah. I don't. I don't get caught up in it. But I can't because of obviously if it's made you feel that. I way. know yeah, because I you know to it. me it's an issue. Yeah, looking like this, it's I an know. issue for me. I know. But I. I but I. I, and I totally agree with you. I think everyone has to find their own values. I'm not, and I would not force it upon someone. I never do. You've got to find your own values. It's the same with Michael Jackson. If you want to listen to him, it's fine. If you don't, I understand it. But this is a debate that's going on, and this is revisionist stuff that well, we constantly. Well, people still now. people still buy Michael Jackson records. People still listen to him on Spotify, wherever it is. But a lot of places have banned him. He's not played in certain schools. But they've see, na- they've renamed lots of places that used to be called. But, him. but I'm going to go back. He hasn't been proven guilty yet. Absolutely right. So so yeah. so go yeah. back to this point, right? Absolutely. Your people. This is what shits me with the world at the at the moment in the current world. At the it's flipped. Mm. In my eyes, because I'm an old man, you're innocent until proven guilty. Now, you're, you're guilty, guilty yep. until proven innocent, yes. right? And that's wrong. The guy's fucking innocent because no one's proven that he's guilty, right? Now, you can make all sorts of... Uh, you, you can have your own slant on it. You can say, he's this, he's that. Oh, I think he was dodgy. Oh, he had kids sleeping in the bed. Well, fuck me. I wouldn't, as a parent, wouldn't let any kid sleep in a bed with an adult. You know what I mean? Mm. So it go back, goes back to the parents, Right. He's not proven guilty, folks. You can assume he's guilty, but he's not proven, proven guilty, guilty, right? Yep. And so because he's not proven guilty, I don't have a problem with supporting him. Mm. That, that's my point yep. on it, right? Do I agree with all the things that he might have done? And do I think he was a weirdo? Of course I fucking do. But great artists are, mm. right? They all are in some way, shape, or form. So, And Morrissey, he's always been a dick. But that hasn't stopped me listening to Smith's records and mm. his solo stuff as well. And um, would I go out and see him again based on what he said? I don't know what he said. If he keeps up saying silly things like that, he's probably going to shoot himself in the foot anyway. So yeah. let him – you know what? There's an old saying, give someone enough rope, they'll hang themselves. Yeah. That, and that's all he's doing. So in the end of the day, he'll hang himself based on what he's saying and his business, which is his, his music, will go by the wayside. I'm amazed you haven't heard that. I guess it's been blowing up in the UK all week. No, I haven't. I haven't heard anything on that. It depends where you've been. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but I I haven't heard any of that. But then again, I haven't been really listening or um, paying much attention to what Morrissey's been doing. Um, But that's not the first time he's done it. Oh, won't be the last. Yeah, it won't be the last either. I mean, that the the the, when the opera set when the opera house kicked him out because he demanded that you know I want you to take all your menu all your meat off your menu and have only have vegan or vegetarian, they they basically said, who, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And then what was he doing? He was playing gigs in Wollongong. Remember? Yes. He played a gig in Wollongong and we were like, huh, what? And then when it finally came out that he was basically told to, sorry, we can't help you here, Morrissey, at the Opera House. Yeah, where we're you bigger wanted, than you. We're yeah. bigger than you, mm. right? We're not changing our menu for you. Then all of a sudden he was playing little lonely gigs at bloody Wollongong. So he'll he'll shoot himself in the foot. Mm. And you know what? Then your problem of will I support him will go away because the guy will fucking go away anyway. Yeah. The more you, you know, at the end of the day, the more you, you shoot yourself in the foot, the more chance you're going to go away naturally. Well, apparently support artist who was a rapper um, 
you know, how did that come about? Because he's, he's lost, he's lost yeah. his goddamn mind, um, you know what I mean? Turned around and, and pulled out because he said, I, I want a burger. It, to wind him up, he says, I'm not supporting you. I want proper food on if I'm going to support you. So <laughs> that was good. Uh, but no, I'm to say you need to. That's been blowing up this week. Oh, so check it out, yeah, man! It but out. I, I'm I'm a bit over Morrissey anyway. Not because of oh, it's all the crappy not, covers he's doing at the moment. Exactly, it's not because of him. Mm. Again, I separate the art from the artist. Mm. I just don't like what he's putting out as a, as yeah. as music. Yeah. So that's why I don't pay as much attention. Me personally, I will not. I'll li- I'll listen like you know, anything, but I will not buy. I will not contribute. To his, I don't care if it's fifty cents or a dollar. I will not contribute to that man's. And that's your right. Wealth. Yeah, that's your absolutely. right. That's, that's your right. My wealth. That's, yeah, and that's yeah. your right. That's yeah. your opinion. So you, you, look, I'm not telling you what to do. You no, do whatever absolutely. you want. And right? if you, if I came in here yeah. and you were playing the Smiths, I wouldn't walk out the door. <laughs> you know, that's I, I know, right. I, I know, absolutely. I know. But, you know that. But, but, yeah. but when you ask me the question, mm. in my mind, I always set the art, separate the art from the artist because most of the time these artists are fucking idiots. Mm. Most of the time. And just on that, as you know, there was that big uproar over the new Joker film um, because of the Gary Glitter song. Yeah. And the, the, there was, the, yet again, the misconception that those royalties were going to Gary Glitter. You can't actually profit from them anyway. But everyone was saying, oh, I'm boycotting the film because there's a Gary Glitter see, clip, see, which you, will give money to see, him. I could be really fanatical about this, and you can get, this is a big rabbit hole, and before you know it, you don't enjoy anything. Mm, like, absolutely. I, I, I don't, I don't want to go to Star Wars at the end of the year because I don't like what they produce. Right, but if I wanted to be a real prick now, and no one fucking calls it out except for so certain people on the internet that I actually tip my hat to for actually putting it out there, Kathleen Kennedy's diverse range of people that she's got to help produce Star Wars is a fucking joke. They're all female. That's real diverse, isn't it? So if I was a real prick, I could say to you, no, I'm not going to Star Wars because I don't agree with her diverse policies, right, her diversity policies, because all she's got is women making Star Wars, right? I could really do that, but I don't care. I'm going to separate that bullshit. That's another topic for another day, and I'm going to go see Star Wars at the movies because I want to go see it. I actually don't. Fuck that fucking movie. I'm not going to go see I'm not going. Are you going to go? Oh, no, I won't be at midnight, and I'll, I'll listen up for the reviews and then see. And it really is reviews, and you know which ones. I'm not talking Rotten Tomatoes. No, 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 no. You're talking about the nerds on the. I'm on talking YouTube. about the nerds who will say, yeah, yeah the real fans yeah. will say, yeah, okay, it's worth seeing. I think it's going to be a 50% job. Where they'll say, oh, look, there are some good moments. It ain't going to blow us away. I it agree. ain't going to be a classic. Well, you've seen all the videos I've been sending you through mm. the week, and yeah. they've got, what, nine different endings. They can't make up their mind which yeah. ending they want to use. There's all sorts of drama behind it. They're still reshooting it. They're yep. still filming that fucking movie less than, a, what, a, a six weeks from being premiered? I think there's one where they all have to go to a Morrissey concert at the end. <laughs> that's in Turn the, to the dark that, side. That's in the cantina. Yes. So in the cantina <laughs> in, uh, in Tantawind, Morrissey's there going... Selling, selling uh, Bowie albums. You know, yeah, but he, no, no, he's, he's in the cantina going, I was happy in a haze of a drunken owl, but heaven knows I'm miserable now. <laughs> and then he's got the blue elephant as part of his band. You know, the blue elephant on the keyboards. Uh, he's got that sexy chick like with a, a fa- the funny hair on the saxophone. We like... Yeah. Oh mate, wow. he's very. That's that awesome. He's call. good. He's, but I didn't know the name. Yeah, well done. Is that all that's in your box? It is because you actually touched upon the last thing I had in here. So what's uh, that? Just that, that. That was that. Um, the, the the vinyl that I asked Sting to actually sign. But you actually touched upon it. All right, that's the police. The yeah. uh, Stings. I'll never forget that story because I know you like the police. I I was I got every album 
I've got all the coloured picture discs. I've yep. got everything, everything from day one, even the stuff before the first album. Um, but it had to shatter someone's, you know, you you build them up. Like you say, you had this band mm. and suddenly he was there and I thought, oh, see Sting, he's going to sign this single I've had for like 25 but years. Nah. So that, go- nah was like... Off. So to go back to the earlier discussion we just had mm. about Michael Jackson and would you still listen to his records? If he was proven guilty, folks, not guilty yet, mm. right? You've probably got a claim on this in terms of saying to anything that Sting ever does ever again, if he ever does anything ever again, all the police go, fuck you, because you personally had an experience. Yeah. You personally had an experience where he said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to sign your record. Mm. You would then have the right, in my humblest opinion, I'll probably back you go, no, fuck him. Yeah. I wouldn't buy any of his shit because he personally fucked you over, right? But I've never met Michael Jackson. You've never met I Michael Jackson? There. No. I don't know. You don't know? And as far as I'm concerned, if he's dead, he cannot be proven guilty. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference, right? So your personal experience with Sting has you gives you the personal right I think they go, I will never listen to Sting. I will never buy his records. I don't care what they do. If the police reform in some way, shape, or form, I'm not going. Yeah. Right? I would totally back you up on that because you know why? Because the artist fucked you then. You put, you had a personal interaction with the artist mm-hmm. and the artist spat in your face. Right? But I don't know. I don't know Michael Jackson. I don't know any of these people. I don't know Morrissey. Mm. So as far as I'm aware, the, the, yeah, shit, the, the shit's yeah. hearsay. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, you know. Drunken Monkey, that's all you've got in your little that's box all of tricks? My, that's all I've got in my little box of tricks. Oh, yeah. well done. That's a good one. That's, I'm very proud of our, our little effort today. How long did we go for that one? We're at one hour, 44 minutes. Wow, it's a biggie. Shit, that went quick. Yeah, it does. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> Jason Relaxation, do you have anything else to say? No, Richard, Dan, I think you were cool and funny. <laughs> He's been very good these days. He doesn't interrupt me or anything, does he? <laughs> That's right, Richard, Dan, you have all the talent. I think you are so cute. <laughs> Nervous Nathan, have you got anything to add? I'm good. I'm hungry. Yeah, so am I. We're going to get some yeah, sushi. So am I. Drunken Monkey, have you got anything left in your box of tricks? No, no, absolutely say? not. Thank, no, thanks for having us. That would be really good. It has been very good, hasn't it? Got to find my little button to press. That's what she said. Um, thank you very much, gentlemen, for coming in. Drunken Monkey, thank you very much for bringing you. your. I guess it was like the TARDIS of yes. trinkets. It was like <laughs> a never ending box of stuff. It's just a good out. excuse to eat jammy Dodgers and Yorkie Jam- and Pringles. Yes. Thank you, Nervous Nathan, sure. for coming in. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Maybe next I appreciate time. you. I appreciate you as well as you, Drunken Monkey. Thank you for the two people that have been listening to this bullshit podcast. Thank you, Dad, for letting us use your garage. I'm sorry I read it about chocolates. I can't help it. I was a fat shit in the 80s, and Mum never let me use chocolates, but I secretly stuck them in like some fat fuck in the, in the bedroom eating polywaffles. Cho- Chiquitos was a great one that I forgot to mention earlier on in this bullshit podcast, and I've just learned all about jammy Dodgers, and I think I might have one after this bullshit. And Yorkies, well, you know what we forgot to say, Drunken Monkey? In, in the UK, we used to eat these quite a bit. Yorkies, a Yorkie bar. Actually, do you, do you know what? Actually, I'll just add this if we're about to go, but the, the original catch log, uh, catchphrase was, they are not for girls. Really? So, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they, were. they were. Yeah, and that's actually on the ad, yep. they're not for girls. And oh. then they reduced a pig, pink one, and it said, these are for girls. You know, in Japan, <laughs> yeah. in Japan, they've got uh, Pocky, Pocky sticks. Oh, yeah. And they've got, oh, yeah. got Pocky for men. 
And I went. I said to Jason relaxation when we were in Tokyo. I go, "What's the difference?" He goes, "Oh, the Japanese just reckon they're for men, but they're the same. <laughs> they had they had pocky for men." Yeah. And you reckon, and you you fucking smashed avocado pricks in Australia. Reckon there's no equality. Fucking go to Japan, you'll learn real quick. Where are you now, you feminist fucks? Why don't you go to Japan, or better yet, go to fucking India and sort out their bullshit? Oh no, you'd rather eat smashed avocado in fucking San Francisco and worry about your straws in the environment, so birds and dolphins don't fucking eat it and, and die. Turtles. And fucking turtles. turtles. I'm just gonna say goodbye next. No. Time. <laughs> I'm sorry for reading about plastic straws in San Francisco. It's a rabbit hole I'm going to get out of. Thank you, Drinking Mon- Monkey, for bringing in Yorkie bars. That's why I'm going to get fat. Thank you for the two people that have been listening to this bullshit podcast. Thank you for having a your garage. I'm sorry I ran out about pork Yorkie bars and all this bullshit. I'm now we're going to go, and I've got to press this button. And until next time, you little Yorkie bar-eating motherfuckers, we'll have some more retro and more bullshit. But until then, you can roll it, buggies! <laughs>